And tonight, the Beavers take on FCS UC Davis out of the Big Sky. And Ryan, this is, of course, the long-awaited Oregon State home opener at the revamped Research Stadium. I know. We're here inside our brand new press box compared to what the setup that we had last the year. The box we know. had last yeah, year. Yeah, it's, it's very nice um, for those um, that are probably wondering about that. Uh, but yeah, it's exciting. Beaver Nation is coming out in full force here as we get set here for kickoff in just under 15 minutes. Uh, I mean, you and I got to walk around Beaver Street earlier a little bit. I mean, places places packed. Oh, it's great. It's they got so it's many. Alive. They had you a know. good pizza place that I that I got a bite from. They've got tacos. They got a, they got a, a, a grill. A yeah, bar grill. It's, it's everyone it, was holding something. Yeah, everybody's enjoying things, and I I mean I don't blame them. You know, one bit at all for that. But we have a football game. <laughs> we do in fact <laughs> have a football too. game, and I think no other place to start than. The last game against San Jose State. Now, obviously, San Jose State beating them is not where the Beavers' ultimate goal is. And we, we, everyone knows that. However, it was Uyangalele's first game in black and orange. He was 20 of 25. And it seemed like the team really clicked on every cylinder in last uh, Sunday's win. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, Uyangalele, you know, five touchdowns on the day, two rushing, three passing touchdowns, just efficient with the ball. You know, being able to put the ball – uh, in in um, in his playmakers' hands and just being able to let them do the work and not being asked to be Superman essentially, just being able to complete you know 80% of his passes and and arguably you know the the first time in a while a Beavers quarterback has been able to do that. It's been a long time. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I don't time. mean to I don't mean to overstep here, Ryan, but based on the way the Clemson Tigers played in their opener, I wouldn't be surprised if they really wanted him back right about now. Oh yeah, and I'm so sure. <laughs> DJ era has officially begun and. While he's phenomenal, we can't uh, prevent credit from anyone else, especially this Oregon State offensive line. So good. Oh, yeah. Like, you saw on that on that touchdown play to Jeremiah Noka, they gave him all the time in the world back there. Yeah, about I mean, six even, seconds. <laughs> even DJ was like, I could have made a sandwich back there. He could have he he <laughs> read a book and, <laughs> and, and, and finished it off doing exactly what DJ does, a perfect strike to Jeremiah Noga, his first touchdown. Oh, speaking of that touchdown, I want to say it too. Uh, Anthony Gould, who will not be playing in tonight's game with an undisclosed injury uh, in practice along with Calvin Hart as well, uh, recovering from an injury in San Jose State. So but who are we going to see in, in those guys' places? We're going to probably likely see a lot of uh, Zach Card, probably see some Jemai East potentially, Jimmy Valson step up in that role, but likely you'll see Zach Card, very similar you know, playing styles between the two receivers. But Gould was saying on that touchdown, uh, to uh, Noga, like he thought that that ball was coming to him. Really? And he, yeah, and he was he was like looking over his head and thought, "Oh man, I thought DJ just overthrew <laughs> threw me there." And then looked and he was like, "Oh wait, no, I'm he actually kind of glad he that did not I overthrow didn't get anyone. That's for sure. <laughs> Perfect strike from Uyangalale there. And that's one thing as we get into tonight's matchup a little bit more is now I'm not I'm not trying to take credit away from this. UC Davis team, who I'm sure could put up a fight, but I think one of the biggest mismatches of this game is probably going to be on the offensive line. And can Davis's front seven get any sort of pressure on Uyangale? Because if they can't, it's going to be a long night for the Aggies. Oh yeah, it's going to be a long night for them. I mean, if you know the offensive line blocks the way that they did against um, against San Jose State, we're going to see something very, very similar. You know, of DJ having that time in the pocket to just survey the field and stand there flat-footed and just be able to deliver a strike after strike down the field. And it's good practice for both the San Jose State opener and this one. 
with receivers, you know, getting that chemistry, getting those running those crisp routes, getting on the same page as their new starting quarterback. Uh, and of course, uh, something else we got to talk about from the, from the San Jose State game is Damian Martinez didn't miss a beat from last year. No, absolutely not. Picked up right where he left off, uh, 145 rushing yards on the day. I would expect to see probably something similar like that again. Um, but at the same time, though, the other thing is that, like, we may, you know, have a little more balanced of an approach here compared to what what um, what um, it has been in previous years for this Oregon State offense. And then, of course, um, one of the – the most impressive units, well, because there was a little bit of question for me. I'll, I was a bit of a skeptic how much linebacker turnover there was, especially at the inside position. I know it was just San Jose State, so there's only so much you can take from it. But the linebacker group looked deep and comfortable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Makaya Tung, the wide receiver turned inside linebacker from spring ball, looked very comfortable uh, in his first uh, play out there. I mean, he even said it himself, too, of like, hey – when I was out there in spring, I was kind of just making plays with um, with, with my body. ability. Yeah, with my athletic ability and just, you know, now having a game under his belt has a little more understanding of field position. I would, you know, expect him to see a lot of time out there today, you know, with uh, Calvin Hart being out for this game. And then, of course, the Beavers secondary. First of all, Jaden Robinson looked phenomenal. The only, and, I, you know, I think it's a bit overplayed that Tyrese Ivey had a few penalties and, but I, I think that was a bit of an exaggeration that people are getting so worked up about that. It's his first game. He's a transfer. You know, I think he's just out there trying to play physical defense. And, yeah, he's got some growth to do, but I, I have full faith in him as a corner still. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what you want. If you're Trent Bray, right, you know, that's what you want out of your third corner there or even all your secondary in, in particular is just being able to play physical, being able to make receivers earn those plays down the field um, and just, uh, you know, be sound in in coverage so we're about nine minutes away from kickoff when we come back we are going to preview this brief series history between uc davis and oregon state we're going to go over this uc davis team and of course the keys to victory so the beavers can improve to 2-0 don't go anywhere this is the beaver football pregame show walking back to your dorm or car at the end of the day beaver buddies are here to help Beaver Buddies is a nighttime safety escort service aiming to help you get around campus safer. It is now operational in the Corvallis campus from the hours of 5 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. during the year. To request a walk, just use the SafeRide app on your smartphone. A pair of Beaver Buddies will meet you where you are and get you to your destination. Stay safe, Beavs. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747.
Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're a student, then you know that textbooks can be expensive. That's why the Basic Needs Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the BNC here on campus. You can choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the BNC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. As a student at OSU, you can check out a textbook for free for the entire term. For more information on textbook lending or other resources, don't hesitate to pay a visit to the BNC, located at the Champenefu Lodge at 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue. Or visit the BNC's website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu forward slash BNC. That's studentlife.oregonstate.edu forward slash BNC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools that they need, and the Basic Needs Center is here to help you out. Welcome back to the Beaver Football pregame show. And uh, Ryan, during break, you know I, I've got a I've got a pretty good memory for any game that happened ever since 2006. And I was trying to think, you know, do I just not remember playing UC Davis? Did it just slip my mind? And uh, Ryan, of course, always having the receipts here. Uh, <laughs> tell me when the last time the Beavers played UC Davis was. It was a, more than a few years ago, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, quite some time. The last time these two teams met was back in 1930, where they were both known as the Aggies. Um, so it was an Aggie-on-Aggie matchup. Yeah, Aggie-on-Aggie matchup right there. And the first time these teams met was uh, in 1927. Currently, Oregon State leads the series 4 nothing. So far, we'll see if they make it. Uh, five to nothing here. So this will be the first time <laughs> as the Beavers that they're yes. playing. A long time coming. Well, that's definitely a piece of history. I was wondering if I was just uh, not as sharp on my memory as I thought, or if we, the Beavers really haven't played UC Davis but in my lifetime. But now let's do some opponent. Um, opponent. Uh, let's cover the opponent. So UC Davis, they beat Texas A&M Commerce, a Division II school, 48-10, took care of business like they, they should have. They've got a quarterback, Miles Hastings, a, a three-year starter last season. He threw for 3,048 yards, and, of course, this is a, a, a FCS level of play. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Beavers needed if, – if they gave up some yards to him on the first drive or two before figuring him out. Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I think this passing game is definitely something that, you know, this defense is not going to um, sort of underestimate, right? I know for – UC Davis, they are more of a run first team, kind of similar built mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. to Oregon State. Uh, but at the same time, though, uh, you know, if you try to sell out for one uh, one thing in particular, right, you're gonna pay on the <laughs> either uh, trying to stop the pass, or stop the run, and uh, it's a matter of uh, whether what Oregon State can do in those first couple of drives there to kind of set the tone early for. You can uh, tell what it game. means to the Beavers. Sorry to cut you off to to play here at the New Research Stadium for the home opener. You can see how excited the players are right now. Oh, yeah, especially Easton. Masquerade is <laughs> the heart of that defense right there. Just fired up here in this pre You love to see, you know, because they know this isn't the biggest game of the season, but every game is the biggest game of the season Oh, it's yes. Saturday night. Oh, yeah, 
definitely when Corvallis comes all together here at Legendary Research Stadium to watch the Oregon State Beavers take to the field. And as we see, big five down there, DJ Uyunglele running towards the huddle there in pregame with all his teammates there. It's going to be it's going to be a heck of a show here for DJ in his home debut for Oregon State. And to uh to talk more about Davis, because uh, I should I should have gone in more depth than just Miles Hastings, their quarterback, Lan Larison, halfback number three, and Mateo Perez are the guys you're going to see mostly. Last week, Her- Larison ran the ball 16 times for 109 yards and three scores last season. Larison averaged seven and a half yards a carry, and so there's some talent there. But of, of course, do do you think that the Beaver? I, I tend to think the Beaver front seven is probably going to be able to get a lot of pressure on UC Davis. Oh yeah, I, I think they are. I think they're going to they're going to try to stifle Larison who had five touchdowns in that in that game against Texas <laughs> A&M Commerce. Um, and we saw that very similar to San Jose State last week on Sunday where, you know, San Jose State has a good rushing attack, right? But they were only limiting the Spartans to about two to three yards per carry uh, in that matchup. And so I expect to see something very similar again uh, from this front seven. Absolutely. As, as as we've said, that UC Davis, you know, just the same with San Jose State, even though you're supposed to win, this does not at all mean the Beavers are overlooking any team. They don't do that as a program. That's not their forte. They don't overlook anybody. The Beavers currently ranked 16 right now in the, depends on the poll, but they're ranked 16th and 18th respectively. And Beavers trying, if they can start 3-0 with conference play, obviously try, not trying to get too far ahead of ourselves, but with that big game in Pullman right now, Wisconsin, I mean, pardon me, Washington State, currently beating Wisconsin on the road. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a f- it's gonna be some great added confidence headed into Pac-12 play. I mean, you get up there to Pullman early, and then you come right back home for a matchup against the defending Pac-12 champions. Uh, in Utah, and that's going to be uh, going to be a heck of a matchup for those first two weeks heading into conference play. But I think this Oregon State team can handle that. Now, Ryan, uh, as I've mentioned, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves too much here. But if the Beavers do try and go into the depth tonight, what players are you excited to watch? Personally, with me, I'm excited to see, for instance, what Isaiah Newell, maybe Jimmy Valson can do. Those two guys definitely uh, strike my eyes for sure as guys that I like to see on the offensive side. But for um, for I'm going to go for defensive pick on this one here. Um, for guys I'd like to see out there if they go w- very much in the depth chart is uh, Josiah Johnson, Noble Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, Jermon McCoy, Joe Swen a little more, get them a little more action. You know, see what that what depth you have back there in the secondary, and you know that's going to be very vital, especially uh, as the um, you know, season progresses. So, Oregon State won the toss and deferred, which means that Atticus Sappington and the kickoff cover team going to be out there to boot this one away. And we are about to get underway with a new era of Oregon State football, new research stadium, and the first home game of DJ in the 16th-ranked Beavers. It's going to be a fun show for uh, Beaver Nation, who's just absolutely excited to see DJ when he comes out here on offense after this kickoff. Sappington with a kick that's somewhat short, fair caught at the five-yard line making the fair catch was Lan Larson. So I think that unless that was JL Budget, who are both number three, I think that might have been Larson doing it all. 
Yeah, that was that was Len Larson there uh, on kickoff return there. Now so, do it all back for for the as, as you were saying, five touchdowns the first game, and we were wondering a little bit of what the Beavers were going to come out with, and it looks like Jaden Robinson is out there. Yeah, Jaden Robinson out there for this matchup. Obviously, uh, no Calvin Hart and Makaya Tung, number three, is taking his spot there, right next to Easton. So there are two halfbacks right now, and Hastings takes the snap, tries to get it out to Larison. And he let him a little bit too much. That's incomplete. Coming in to uh, would have delivered the hit was Tongue. Yeah, Tongue out there on coverage early, making his presence known there to Larison. Uh, just not a great ball. I mean, I don't I don't know whether or not Hastings just was pressured on that or or were uh, you know just just didn't get connect well there with Larison on that pass. So that brings up second down and ten from their own twenty five yard line, and Hastings is gonna give to Larison, who makes a nice cutback and. Larison, we've seen a little bit of skill right there from him. That's a gain of seven and a half. Great run there by Larison, just following his blocks and just trying to, you know, make that first guy miss, lowering that shoulder and just extending there for that extra yardage. Definitely have to give credit there. A bit of a personnel change for UC Davis, and this is the first chainsaw of the day. That third down chainsaw, crowd getting into it there. Wonder what... Um, what uh, this Aggies team is going to do here on third down to try to keep the chains going. We'll find out as they come out with two wide receivers set to the left side on third down and two, 14 minutes to play in the first quarter. And they are going to stay on the ground, and they pick up the first down out across the 35 to the 36-yard line. So UC Davis with the first first down of the game. Yeah, great, great tackle there by Tyrese. I was just to fill that hole uh, in there, and, you know, they're – they're just going to keep running that ball there with Larison, and I think this front seven kind of knows, like, hey, we got to kind of almost sort of sell out for this but not sell out too much and get beat over the top. Just going to do a little jet sweep and trying to cut the corner. Now cutting it back is a wide receiver, but he is brought down. You're actually, I think that was – was that Mateo Perez? I think that might have been Mateo Perez, but there's no gain on the play. No gain on the play. Actually, it's a loss of two. Pardon me. No Loss there on the play there by um, – by um, Akili Arnold just being able to make Trent Tompkins there just slowly. Pardon you know, me, that was Trent yeah, Tompkins. To move around upfield and let Sione Lohea finish that tackle. I was worried that if he would have gotten the edge there, he could have gone all the way. So it's a big tackle to make. Three receivers set to the left side. Larison's the back. And they're going to run it with Larison, who finds a big hole. Larison bounces outside. He may take this down the sideline, inside the 40, inside the 35, pushed out of bounds at the Oregon State 28-yard line. Lan Larison, what a run. Great run there by Larison, just following his blocks. That's really all of that was, just being able to find that edge, get down the field, making that explosive play. I mean, credit to Ryan Cooper Jr. for pushing him out of bounds there. Or otherwise, that's a touchdown yeah, for the Aggies team. That is a touchdown-saving tackle. Instead, the Beavers still have a chance to make a stop as it's first and 10 for the Aggies from the Oregon State 28-yard line. Wide receiver motion crowd making a little more noise now that UC Davis is on the move. Hastings is in trouble. Ball is batted, and it's intercepted. Just like that, the Beavers come up with a turnover, and I think that was number five, Easton Mascarenas. Easton Mascarenas Arnold doing it all on the defensive side here of this ball. Just... Tracking that ball down like a center fielder on that as the pass gets batted up in the air. You know, can't ask for anything better for that. And big play there by the defense early. Andrew Chatfield got a hand on that one. To, to counter that big run by Larison from earlier. So now Beavers have the ball. 
So just like that, tide turns as Oregon State's offense takes the field, led by DJ Uyangalale. Two receivers out wide. Martinez is the back. They're going to motion number eight, Rawea Manyagi. From their own 35, here's Martinez. Big hole, and he's going to house it on the first carry of the game. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Almost caught from behind. Damian Martinez, a 65-yard touchdown run. And the Beavers take the lead. I know you all can't hear the crowd from here, but the crowd's getting into it. I mean, that play right there from Martinez, just the blocks open up from that offensive line, just like the Red Sea, just parting the way through, and Martinez just shot the gap right there for a house call. And I, I, if it's going to be like that all day, then, man, the Beavers are going to put on a clinic. You give a back like Damian Martinez that much space, Come on, man. Oh yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta be a little more physical at the line there if you're if you're UC Davis. You can't let Martinez have that all day, or otherwise this Oregon State team might run 19 straight run plays on. Yeah, him. just like <laughs> they did. I think they did that against another team last year. Forgot who. <laughs> and, uh, with 12:09 left to play in the first quarter, it's the Beavers seven, UC Davis nothing. We will be right back. Beavers will be kicking off. Hey Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Welcome back to a beautiful night in Corvallis. Well, Ryan, before the game, I, you know, I was saying how I, I wasn't sure if UC Davis's front seven could really handle Oregon State's incredible offensive line. And, I, you know, I know that was only the first offensive play, but, man, was that a big hole for Damian Martinez. Oh, yeah. Like like I said, you know, on that on that um, play there, it's like just, just the lane, uh, you know, on those blocks just parted like the Red Sea. And just Martinez had the – 
most like wide that. open like lane that. I've ever seen for a, for a block ever. That yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't get better than that. That's every running back's dream. Seriously, and especially when you combine that big of a gap with such a talented running back, one of the best maybe in the entire country, I, I think, with Martin, like Martinez. I'm, I mean, if UCLA is going to be doing that all day, they might as well just pack it up and get on the bus. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what, a one-play 64-yard touchdown drive there, just immediate, and now they're kicking this ball. DJ <laughs> hasn't even had to throw the football yet. And this is a pretty short kickoff field at the 10, going to be returned out across the 17-yard line. Good tackle for, was that Kane or was that number? That was Jake Reichel. Reichel, there. little brother of Zach Reichel. There also look like. There's a marker down, isn't marker there? Marker down, yeah. I'm not sure what that what that um what that usually that this would is, be yeah. a hold or a block in the back I would think we'll take a look and it's a face mask on the Beavers and so actually UC Davis catches a break there and we'll have good starting field position yeah uh, don't don't know exactly from our vantage point we couldn't tell who uh, who committed that penalty but not ideal there for this Beavers defense who now has a little less room to work with. Here. A little less room to work with and we did see UC Davis drive a little bit on the last on their first possession. Oh yeah. I mean behind Land Larison there, very talented running back. Uh you know, I think they're probably going to, you know, rely on him again a little bit. Had yeah, some success early. Larison, he's in the slot right now and now they're they they do this a lot. Now they motion him into the backfield. Um Miles Hastings takes it from the gun and gives to Lan Larison, who f gets a pretty good hole and gets out to the 38-yard line around the right edge. Pickup of, give him five or six. Yeah, Micaiah Tungan on that tackle. Micaiah just waiting for Larison there to shoot that gap and just preventing, you know, bigger play than, than necessary. Second down, four yards to go, and they're going to fake it to Larison. Now a quick slant that's complete to number one, gets to the outside and has a first down out to midfield. That would be C.J. Hutton. C.J. Hutton, just easy, you know, re easy read there for the quarterback, just quick out route there with pressure. And, uh, yeah, Hutton doing, doing some work early here for this Aggies passing game and getting themselves a first down here. So the Aggies, a couple of plays and uh, already – at midfield on this drive, started off by a Larison run. That was Hutton's uh, first reception of the game. We'll execute a play. So Larison is directly behind Miles Hastings, who works from the shotgun. They motion Trent Tompkins, first down and 10 from midfield. Here's a play fake, and Hastings throws off his back foot. That is broken up by Kaiton. Yeah, Kaiton Oladapo in there. Saw Andrew Chatfield on that play looking for a flag, saying, like, hey, hey, ref, I was being held the entire time, but uh, refs don't call that one there. And, I mean, even great, even greater play there by Kaiton Oladapo to deflect that pass to bring yeah, up something. And I, I, I wouldn't doubt that Chatfield might have been getting held there. A very strong edge rusher. And uh, Hastings, there was some pressure on him. He might have gone down, so they might have gotten away with a – a hold. Second down and 10. There are two backs in the backfield. And here's a designed run. Hit in the backfield and dropped for a loss of three is Miles Hastings. Back at the UC Davis 47-yard line. Going to bring up third down and 13. This front seven for the Beavers imposing their will here early. Just not giving a lot of a lot of big runs here. I mean, obviously, yes, that one on that first drive for UC Davis to Larison. But here on the second drive, they're, they're, making, they're making the Aggies work for it. So it is third down 
Once again inside Research Stadium, this a long third down, third and 13 from their own 47-yard line. They're going to go empty backfield for right now. Hastings, of course, in the shotgun on third and a mile. Rolls out to his left off his shoulder. Now he's being chased by a couple of Beavers, and he is sacked back at the 40-yard line. First sack of the game, and the Beaver defense firing on all cylinders. Fourth down. See three Beaver defenders there just swarm right at the ball. Both Isaac, Isaac Hodgins, Joe Golden, and John McCartan just all coming down in there to, to <laughs> prevent Larison from making a play with his feet and bring up a sack and force the ball back to the Beavers here. So fourth down and 21. This is going to be the first punt of the ball game. Silas is back to return with uh, Anthony Gould out today. Rolls out, gets a wobbly punt away. But it takes a big-time UC Davis hop. I mean, big time, and it's downed at the four-yard line. Uh, they're going to say five. Great punt. Great punt there. Uh, I, I mean, you can't ask for any better special teams play. If you're, if you're the UC senior. Davis. Uh, can't ask for better special teams play there. I mean, you get the Beavers a longer field to work with. But we saw that on their first drive, that uh, – Long field doesn't necessarily mean, uh, you know, that you're going to be able to stop that. So, Ryan, I think it's safe to say the Beavers had uh, quite a bit of success in their first drive. What do you anticipate for this one? Do you think it'll take more than a play? Uh, I think it may take a little more than a play if uh, UC Davis is not caught out there sleeping. Uh, but I'd expect a little – we see a little more of, uh, you know, Dame and, you know, probably see DJ maybe throw a couple passes. You know, that would be crazy if he actually had to throw a pass. But we are taking a very brief timeout. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back very soon. Beavers have the football. Hey, Beavers. Did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Network，或者OMN。OMN所在SEC的第四楼，SEC的大楼就是在OSU的Media have you ever wanted to share your taste in music with the world, produce your very own podcasts, or learn the wonders of audio? All these and more can be found right here with the award-winning, 58 years and running college radio station KBVR. We'll give you the training on everything you need to know about working in our radio booth and going on the air. No prior experience required. If you would like to get involved, please contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu.
Welcome back inside of Research Stadium. Beavers are going to be taken over at their own five-yard line. They lead it 7-0 with 9.21 left to play in the first quarter. DJ and Martinez back out there behind the line of scrimmage again. Uyangalalea will look to throw for the first time today. There it gets it away quickly. That's complete to Silas Bolden up around the 10-yard line. Bolden gets to the 11, pick up a 6. Great pass there by DJ and great catch by Bolden to give a little more room to work with uh, there. I mean, they were kind of backed up there. You saw DJ kind of, you know, almost right at the end of the end zone there. And uh, now got a little more room to work with. Potentially maybe, you know, get Martinez a little more rushing room here maybe on this next play. So second down, four yards to go for the Beavers. 8.50 left to play in the first quarter, second and six from their own 11. There's a pitch to Martinez who's met immediately in the backfield, swarmed by white shirts, and he's brought down at the four-yard line. So that is a loss on the play of, I think, a seven-yard loss. Wow. Wow, yeah, no, um, just I don't think that offensive line for Oregon State just held those blocks there. It just, it just looked like it was as soon as Martinez got that ball, he was just immediately met no – no block being held or nothing, just not able to even get some room. And now DJ's got a little bit of longer field to work with on third and 11. Third down and 11 from their own four after the big loss on the Martinez pitch. UC Davis, the Aggies bringing pressure. Uyanga Lake gets rid of it quickly. Far side throw. It is off the hands of his intended target. He was looking for Silas Bolden again. The Beavers are going to have to punt from pretty deep in their own territory. Very deep back See what there. Josh Green can do from his own end zone. Yeah, very, very deep, uh, you know, just kind of drop back there for Uyunglele, just not able to get it closely there to Bolden on that last play with some, you know, pressure in his face there. And now Josh Green will have a long field to work with. And I know for him and probably what he's thinking is backed up where he is at the end of end of the field here just to get that ball out quickly as soon as possible. Just kick that ball and get it as soon as possible in the air. Yeah, I mean, standing at his own 49-yard line is Larison, the return man. Little bit of a bobble, but Green does get it away. Not a bad punt considering the circumstances. Fielded at the Beaver. 47 and brought down immediately back at the 49-yard line. That's a fantastic tackle. Was that, that Mascarenas? That was Jaden Robinson. Robinson. That tackle, just great coverage there. And also, too, great just on Josh Green to get that Absolutely. ball out there after fumbling the snap. Yeah. There. And <laughs> even better coverage there. Now you got a little bit of a ways for this UC Davis team to drive down the field. And pardon me, that was actually Mateo Perez, not Lan Larison, returning the punt there. So UC Davis still has a good field position, though. Great field position, a little short field to work with here. Now it's just up to this Beaver defense to you know, try and make a stop. Did it well on the last possession. There's 7.53 left to play in the first quarter. UC Davis first down and 10 from the Beaver 49. High snap is fielded. They're going to give it off to, I think the ball is, might it, did the ball come loose? No, that's just a tackle in the backfield, pardon me. Loss of three. So this Beaver defense really flexing their muscles. Oh, yeah, that front seven for Oregon State just imposing their will here early. And Hutton had nowhere to go with that ball on the pitch. Couldn't have said it any better as there's seven minutes, 30 seconds to play. In the first quarter, the Beavers up seven to nothing on UC Davis. Second and 13 from their own 48, and here's a, another handoff. The ball has been jarred free, and it's knocked out of bounds by Lan Larison intentionally. But, man, what a loss. And this Beaver defense has made the Aggies go way backwards on this drive. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just, <laughs> we're looking here at this replay. That was a punch out there by James Rawls, and just smart enough there for Larson to knock that back. And that was a wise another play. Turnover there. Now you're dealing it's with third in Lane County. Yeah, a really long third down here, and this is perfect territory for Oregon State to get uh, get off the field here. Third and forever. Handed off to Larison. And it is another TFL by the Beavers defense. You Did the ball come loose? A bunch of players are scrambling. It makes me think the ball came loose, but they're just finishing the play. No, it's just that, that Beaver defense and the way that Trent Bray. They started at the Beaver 49 and ended at their own 30. The way that Trent Bray preaches defense is just swarm to that ball, and that's what, that's what this Beaver defense is doing. And, you know, like that's exactly – what what the type of this this defense embodies the type of coach that coach Bray is so it's fourth down in 10 country miles they get a pretty good punt away Silas Bolin receives it at the 30 he's got a block on the edge trying to cut to the outside he does at the 40 to midfield and he's finally run out of bounds at the UC Davis 48 yard line great return by Silas great return there by Silas to set up Oregon State with a short field, I mean, obviously after the <laughs> the long field and field position that they had on that last drive there, I mean, this kick is almost directly right to him. Has to kind of float over a little bit, but didn't kick it to him on that first punt there of the game. So the Beavers lead 7 nothing and are going to take over at the UC Davis 48, 5.50 to play in the first quarter. We will be right back. Did you know that Community Outreach Incorporated provides health services to thousands of people in the Lynn, Benton, and Lincoln counties? Last year, more than 200 volunteers, including doctors, nurses, pharmacists, dentists, and physical therapists, treated over 2,000 uninsured or underinsured patients. COI also has a clinic for veterans who are unable to travel long distances for care or those who are scheduled more than 30 days out of an appointment at a VA medical center. For more information on how to access COI's health services, please call 541-758-3000, extension 110. UIT Media Hub is your one-stop shop for all of your printing and production needs. If you need a poster for a class or a presentation, we've got you covered with our large format printers. Making a video, taking photos, or doing a podcast for class? Check out our private studios for photo, video, and audio. Don't have a camera or the right mic? No problem. We check out all of the equipment you could need for your projects. Our team of digital media experts also offer production consulting in our studio spaces. Media Hub is located on the main floor of the Valley Library, and you can find more info about our services at beeves.es slash mediahub. And welcome back. 5.52 to play in the first quarter. The Beavers lead 7 nothing. And uh, I don't know how how often you see a team go uh, go backwards 22 yards on a possession, but that's what the Beaver defense just forced. Not often you see that, Ben. Not often. And now with the return from Silas Bolden, sets up great field position here on this drive for DJ Uyunglele and the Beaver offense here to put another yeah, score. Yeah, and you know, when you start board. on your own – Five-yard line, that makes things a lot tougher, but I, I think that DJ in this drive is going to see this as an opportunity to really you know, spread out the field and get the arm going and find the end zone again. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, DJ's 
like we saw last week, can distribute the ball out to any to any of his playmakers and just let them work in space. So, starting from the 48-yard line after the of UC Davis after the Silas Bolden punt return. Five fifty-two left to play in the first quarter. Martinez, the halfback, directly behind DJ. And here's a give to Martinez. Right side finds another big hole. Damian Martinez makes a cut, and now he's running free inside the 20, inside the 10, the 5, and he does a somersault down to the 2-yard line. Great run there by my Martinez, and I'm sure he's not happy with himself being tripped up there at the end and had another, had another touchdown there ready to go. But that's just one hit the hole, make a man miss, and... Just got just kind of ankle tackled there at the end. So first down and goal for the Beavers. Uyangale gives to Martinez, running to the left side, makes a cut, and he is stood up and stopped. Loss of – no, they're going to give him about the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Yeah, give it right back to him. I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But at that time, just not able to punch it into the end zone there. Beavers up 7 to nothing. 4.50 to play in the first quarter. It is So they did lose a yard in that play as it's now second and goal from the three. Martinez still a halfback. Uyongalele working under center. And they pitch it to Damian Martinez trying to catch the edge. Martinez being swarmed by white jerseys and that's another loss, I believe, knocked back to the four. It's going to be third down and goal. So UC Davis flexing their muscles a little bit here in a goal-to-go situation. Martinez just trying to get around that edge. Just... Jermaine Terry not able to hold that block there to get another score here for Oregon State on that. Otherwise, if Terry holds that block a little more, that's that's an easy touchdown for Damian all day. And uh, trying to see who's coming in right now for the Beers. That's a wideout. As in the game right now, his half halfback is Isaiah Newell. His first reps of the game. He's to the right of Uyangale. Little option from DJ here. He's going to take it himself. Touchdown, Beavers. Who else but DJ? We saw it again. We saw it on Sunday against San Jose State. We see it again today. DJU with a quarterback keeper lowers the shoulder and just forces his way in there. Like he he is a linebacker playing quarterback. Like with how he is built, just you can he it's almost like it's almost like Jack Coletto from last year. Just you know when the ball's going to number five, that ball is going into the end zone in any goal-to-go situations. So the Beavers increase their lead to 14 with the extra point. DJ Uyongalele with his second rushing touchdown of the season. Saw it on the first drive against San Jose State last week. The Beavers are up 14 to nothing, and it does not look like we're going to have a timeout yet. So that last drive, obviously, another big Martinez run with the Oregon State offensive line getting what they wanted there. Oh, yeah. I mean, with those past two plays there, just the penetration from that UC Davis team. I mean, this this offensive line, I think, is kind of just feeling out those, uh, you know, feeling out those mistakes at the moment, just trying to figure out, you know, how to play this team. I, mean, I think we'll probably know probably about second quarter or so if this offensive line can, can consistently hold those blocks. Two big Martinez runs in the first quarter has the Beavers up 14 to nothing. And I'll tell you what, if the Beavers can continue on 
with the same defensive pressure, it's going to be tough. tough night for the Aggies. They go back 22 yards again. <laughs> well, from what we've seen from this Beaver defense, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a repeat of that again. So booted away by Atticus Sappington. Fair catch called for inside the five-yard line. And so UC Davis will take over at their own 25. And, Ryan, uh, if you're the Aggies, what are you trying at this point? Because you're obviously outmatched, but you're in this for the long haul. I try to go back to Larrison again. I mean, you had some – if you're, you're UC Davis, you think, well, yeah, we had some success, right, running that ball. Larrison got, broke through on a big couple of plays, but – I try to, you know, get a little more passing game involved, try to test some of these DBs a little bit early. I mean, Robinson and Arnold have not had a whole lot. Like, even also, too, Ryan Cooper Jr. have had a whole lot of action just in the passing game. More more stopping that run, but we'll see what happens here. And on here the is a pass down the right sideline, incomplete, out the outstretched arms of C.J. Hutton. Good coverage by uh, who was in coverage there. Was it Cooper Jr.? Yeah, Ryan Cooper Jr. there on the coverage. Just being able to play that ball through the hands of the receiver and just being able to make play. Uh, and Just a little bit, I would say a little too far there from Miles Hastings to lead his receiver there on that play. 3.52 left to play in the first quarter. UC Davis trying to get something going offensively as they're behind 14 to nothing to the number 16th-ranked Oregon State Beavers in Corvallis. First game with the revamped Reeser Stadium, and it's second and 10 from their own 25. Hastings works out of the shotgun with Larrison as his halfback. He's going to give to Land Larrison, who has absolutely nowhere to go, brought down behind the line of scrimmage again at the 23. Third and 12 coming up. Just guys swarming swarming to Larrison there in the backfield for Beaver football. I mean, see Melvin Jordan there kind of finish that tackle, number 44, and Corey Stover bringing up third down. Just, guy, this defense is just swarming. How against many Aggies tackles team. for loss have there been recently? I will find that out here as we get set here for for third down on the on this drive. And I think if you're UC Davis, you're passing. You can't hand this ball off. So it's third down and 12 from their own 23-yard line, 3.08 to play in the first quarter. Beaver defense looking to get off the field again. Hastings looks to throw, fires short of the sticks, and that's complete, but only for a short gain, that out to Tompkins. And it's going to bring up another punting situation, the Beaver defense continuing to hold strong. Great coverage there by Easton Mascarenas Arnold on that play. And just great <laughs> to put down the receiver there behind the line of scrimmage and just punt this ball back to the, away to the offense and tack on some more uh, points. As for tackles for loss so far uh, through the first quarter of play, the Oregon State defense has seven here, Ben. Seven tackles for loss so far. That's crazy at this point in the game. Not even out of the first quarter. And, again, it's going to be Silas Bolden to return this punt, standing – at his own 33-yard line. Just a brief update before the punt. Got some good games going on. Oregon trails Texas Tech 20-18 in the third quarter. And we have a delay of game penalty on UC Davis. And so it seems like nothing has really gone right for them ever since that initial drive where they had a big Land Larrison run. No, I mean, just mistake after mistake and just not being able to get consistent uh, production out of both receivers and even Larrison so far. I mean, only 19 rushing yards uh, throughout the first quarter of play here compared to the 105 for Oregon State. Just 
very difficult night here so far for the Aggies. Bolden standing on his own 37, and this is a punt that is gonna, I think is intentionally away from Bolden this time. It takes a bounce. Not a great one for UC Davis, and the Beavers are going to have good field position as it's downed at the Oregon State 41-yard line. Yeah, that punt, punt was intentional to get that away from Bolden. I mean, Bolden I don't blame is, him. Bolden's dangerous in open space. And uh, you, we saw this against San Jose State, too, with <coughs> Anthony Gould and Bolden, you know, them kicking away uh, from both of those receivers. I mean, there, there's there's a reason <laughs> why. Uh, you know, they're both, they're both good at what they do on special teams um, return game. Ball on the right hash for the Beavers, starting from their own 41-yard line. Fenwick is in for the first time today. So we're seeing a bit of a rotation here for Oregon State in their running back. Bootleg rollout. DJ's got time to throw. Fires to a wide open Silas Bolden caught at the 40-yard line of UC Davis down to the 29-yard line. There's the first big pass play. First big pass play of the night for DJ Uyunglele. Just hits Bolden in stride with DJ working under center and just had all day to throw. All day to throw once again. Just hit him in stride and, you know, just let him – do his thing down the field. That's that's what you do all day if you're DJ and you see Bolden open down the field. All day to throw there as it's first and ten for the Beavers from the 27-yard line of UC Davis. Fenwick still the back. Uyangalale scans the field, fires, looking for Josiah Irish in the end zone, and that was double coverage. Uh, DJ's been excellent so far this season. I'm not quite sure about that option, though. It's second and ten. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, Ben. I wasn't exactly sure what uh, DJ was looking at there. I mean, if then again, we don't know the plays. Yeah, Maybe we don't he was know, supposed to break. But yeah, but uh, I, I, I think if you're, you know, trying to take care of that ball there, I think you throw, you know, whatever the checkdown is on that play mm -hmm. in particular, and just keep the ball moving, not get yourself too far behind the sticks. So it's now second down and ten from the UC Davis 27-yard line. Got. Receiver in the slot, couple out wide. Fenwick is the back. They're going to hand it off to Deshaun Fenwick. Left side, big hole that he finds. Fenwick powers his way close to a first down, a nine-yard pickup for Deshaun Fenwick. Great run there by Fenwick. And both all, all these running backs, I should say, for Oregon State can run the ball, just power run effective and just lower that shoulder there and pick up yards when need be. And It's going to be a hard time tackling these guys in the backfield for UC Davis. So it's going to bring up third down, and they're calling it two. It's it's definitely it's 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 within a yard. So I'm not the scoreboard's wrong. It's third down and very short. Uyangalale is going to take this one himself. Finds a hole, has a first down, makes a cut inside the 15. Brought down at the 12. First down and 10 for the Beavers coming up from the UC Davis 12. Another keeper from Uyangalale. Uyangale, you know, can run that ball effectively uh, in these type of short yardage situations. We saw that earlier uh, on that scoring drive for the Beavers to make it 14 to nothing. And once again, same thing there too. I think if had a little more space there, I think DJ could have housed that one. So first down and 10 for the Beavers from the UC Davis 12, and they're going to give it to Deshaun Fenwick, who takes it out the left side, but then cuts up the middle, breaks a tackle, gets down to the five-yard line. So again, a seven for Deshaun. Another run there by Fenwick. Just if he breaks that, if he if also too, if he breaks that tackle, by the way, Fenwick does. That's that's an easy another seven points there for this Oregon State team who has been imposing their will at the line of scrimmage. And we're gonna have a timeout on the field. It's gonna be second down and three for the Beavers. When we return, the Beavers. Oh, that's the end of the first quarter. Pardon me. Beavers lead fourteen to nothing after one quarter. 
They got the ball at the five when we return. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. If you're a student, then you know that textbooks can be expensive. That's why the Basic Needs Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the BNC here on campus. You can choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the BNC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. As a student at OSU, you can check out a textbook for free for the entire term. For more information on textbook lending or other resources, don't hesitate to pay a visit to the BNC, located at the Champenefu Lodge at 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue. Or visit the BNC's website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu forward slash BNC. That's studentlife.oregonstate.edu forward slash BNC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools that they need, and the Basic Needs Center is here to help you out. Welcome back inside Research Stadium. The Beavers are up 14 to zip on the UC Davis Aggies. And Ryan, so far, this game going pretty much how people have expected. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you see the Beavers front seven imposing their will on the Aggies offense, and you know, similar with the offensive line imposing their will on uh, the Aggies defense. So it's pretty much been a well-rounded game here so far, minus you know a couple of plays and such here and there. But pretty much, if you're Oregon State and Jonathan Smith, couldn't ask for anything better of a start, being already up 14 to nothing here uh, at the start of the second quarter. So the Beavers are going to have it uh, second down and three from the UC Davis five as the offense getting set to take the field to start the second quarter. UC Davis would certainly help their chances if they could come up with a stop right here as it's been, was all Beavers in that first quarter. Second and three from the UC Davis five, Uyonga Lale is going to have it under center, and I think that is Fenwick. That is Fenwick in the backfield on this play here. So no Martinez here. Fake handoff. Uyongale has time to read a book. Fires to the back of the end zone, and it's caught. Oregon State touchdown to number eight, Ruea Manyagi Jr. Yeah, once again, <laughs> once again, DJU with all day to survey the field back there. Just sees Manyagi Jr. kind of roam the back end of that end zone and just has that foot down there for the touchdown to 
bring it <laughs> to another <laughs> score here for Oregon State. Right now, if you're DJ and the Beavers, it's just too easy. Oh, way too easy for for <laughs> for them here so far. So Uyangale with his first uh, passing touchdown of the game, and Ryan, I wouldn't be surprised if we did not see any more Damian Martinez tonight. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. I think you're gonna see a lot of um, a lot of Deshaun Fenwick, a lot of Isaiah Newell. Mm -hmm. You know, you might get even a little further into the depth chart too with some Jake Reichel. Mm -hmm. um, Gavin Haynes, I Deontay Navarre. Like, you might get a little even more deeper into Heck, we might take a carry tonight. Yeah, if Coach Smith calls our number, sure. <laughs> I'd, I'd be down to we'll get sure we five yards. Shout it from up here <laughs> so we can – yeah, exactly. You know, just ride that behind Talasi Fuaga and Jake Levengood. I'm I like our chances. Because the Beavers lead it 21 to nothing. And if you look at the yards total, it's 170 to 33 in total yards. On the ground, it's 127 to 19, and just 14 pass yards for UC Davis. Yeah, I domination. Think <laughs> domination is the best way to put it. It's a big tail of the tape there, and zero turnovers compared to one for UC Davis. So it's very much a, uh, very much a one-sided affair here so far throughout uh, a little over quarter and a half. And <laughs> play. next weekend, the Beavers take on the San Diego State Aztecs right here, and the Aztecs, a team who uh, should not be able to give the Beavers much of a run for their money. And, uh, Ryan, does it concern you at all the Beavers are going to go from three non-Pac-12 level teams right into playing Washington State at Pullman? Not in particular. Uh, in particularly, like, I know Washington State's a really good team, and, you know, especially with Cam Ward and you know, he's having here so far. But I think this team is kind of built for those, like, road atmospheres where, you know, you're playing against in front of a hostile crowd. And uh, I, I think if you ride what makes you a successful team on offense in those type of games, I, I see them. I can see them winning against their early to kind of get that confidence into coming into Utah. And of course, here the, at home. the Beavers they expect to win every game. That's the that's the mantra for this season with the team that they've got, and no different in Pullman. But that should be a great game. But uh, a pretty big jump from San Diego State, who's definitely is having more of a down year from their standards right into Pac-12 play. And as you mentioned, Utah the very next week, that is a physical team. Very physical team. Uh, kind of eked out a win today against Baylor. We'll see the status of rising. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays next week, but, you know, to get him back in the, the feel of things. But um, ultimately, that's Kyle Whittingham's decision and uh, what he decides to do with the health of his quarterback um, headed into their next opponent. The last time the... Uh, Utah Utes played here at Research Stadium. The Beavers got a big win by 10 points against a good Utah team who ended up not losing many games after that loss to Oregon State. Of course, Beavers' only game that wasn't competitive last year for the Beavers was that loss at Utah where Nolan got hurt, and Utah just really showed how good of a team they are. Oh, yeah, everything that could have gone wrong for Oregon State went wrong in that game. You lose Chance Nolan. <coughs> you bring in Ben Goldbranson, who was making his first – well, not career start, but seeing his first game action in over two years at that point, coming off a shoulder injury, it was just it was just not the best day for Jonathan Smith and company uh, against Utah on the road in a noisy Rice-Eccles Stadium. And this is a touchback from Atticus Sappington this time, not going to give him a chance to return. And UC Davis trailing 21 to nothing with 14:54 in the first quarter, going to get the ball back on offense. 
at this point, you got to think that Oregon State's defense is feeling pretty confident. Oh, I would say so completely. I mean, if you're holding a team to 33 yards so far and only have allowed one third down, ever since the I'd first drive, it doesn't look successful. like they've re- doesn't really look like UC yeah. Davis has gone forward. Yeah, no, I think it's a pretty successful uh, day here so far for Trent Bray and and this defense. So Miles Hastings works with an empty backfield, but now they're going to bring in Mateo Perez and at halfback. Hastings has a little bit of time to throw. He's going to dump it off to Mateo Perez, who gets brought down at the line of scrimmage, tried to make a cut, nowhere to go, and it's second and ten. Yeah, just not really anywhere to go with that football. I think, you know, if he bounces that a little more outside, he gets met there by an Oregon State defender. Just kind of got trapped there on his own uh, own uh, offensive lineman there on that play. So nothing going right for the Big Sky FCS UC Davis Aggies right now against a very good Oregon State team ranked 16th in the country. Second and 10 from their own 25, and here's a fake handoff. Hastings rolls out. Now he's in trouble, and he's sacked back at the 17-yard line. Sione Lolohea there on the sack and on that tackle for loss. Just just read the eyes of Hastings there perfectly. And see there on this replay, just like just went to attack him there for that ball. I think Hastings should have gotten that ball out earlier, or at least thrown that away. Joe Golden also in on the tackle there for the Oregon State Beavers. 13:45 left to play, first quarter, all Beavers. As it's third down and 18 for the Aggies, way behind the sticks once again. Big theme of the evening so far. Hastings hands it off to Larison, who actually finds a little bit of running room, but doesn't get near the marker, gets out to the 26-yard line, and it's going to be another punt. Yeah, just Larison not able to break that ankle tackle. Uh, I think if he you know, is able to avoid that, I think UC Davis easily keeps this drive going. But, yeah, once again, another punt here for UC Davis, who just hasn't had much of of, of a <laughs> offensive flow here throughout these first couple quarters. 13 minutes left to play in the second quarter. Silas Bolden standing back at his 33-yard line to return this one. We'll see if they kick it to him again <laughs> or not. And it looks like this is going to go to Bolden, who steps up to the 35 and makes the catch here. Now he's going to try and make a cut. Goes backwards trying to get outside, and he's going to easily beat one defender. Gets across the 40. Now he's down the sideline. 40, 45, 35, 30. Cuts inside. Silas Bolden. Nothing but turf in front of him, and it's a punt return touchdown for Silas Bolden and the Beavers putting on an onslaught in the first half. What a great, what a great return there by Bolden. Just surveying the field, just seeing those blocks develop. I think not only great play there by Bolden, but great play there by the Oregon State special teams coverage on this punt return there. Just setting up those blocks there and just letting Bolden do his thing out in space. That is why, if you're any opposing team, you do not kick to Silas Bolden or Anthony Gould as they'll make you pay if you do. And right there, you see Davis pays for that with another touchdown for Oregon State there. So Oregon State already running away with this football game. 12.30 left to play in the second quarter. And, Ryan, I think this is the time where we start to speculate how much more DJ Uyunglele are we going to even see? I bet they'll give him at least one more possession. I think they at least give him another series or two. Um, 
But I think after halftime, at least, I think you go to both Aiden Childs, Ben Goldbranston, your starter from last year that went seven and one. Just you know, I think you you find the point in the game where you're like, okay, we built enough of a comfortable lead. If you're Jonathan Smith and you're thinking that now we can throw in the rest of the guys there. I'm trying to find the last punt return <laughs> touchdown was there. It was Anthony Gould against California back in November. Oh, yeah, last Gould, time that that happened. Gould took three punts back last season and was named uh, and has been named all Pac-12 special teams first team coming into the season. Of course, Anthony Gould not available tonight. But so far with Oregon State, only 43 yards in the air. 127 rush yards, and of course, a lot of punt return yards. A lot of punt return yards on that. I mean, you're at you're looking at a well-rounded <laughs> game here so far for the Beavers uh, here throughout these first couple quarters here so far. But I really do expect that we see probably, I think we probably see DJ maybe for one more series too. And, and then getting Aiden Childs at least multiple series. And then as, as you said, we probably will see Ben Goldbranson, maybe even Dom Montiel. Yeah, Dom Montiel, kind of been that fourth, fifth quarterback there on the depth chart the past couple years. Uh, we'll likely see some playing time here. Had a pretty solid um, fall camp and spring showing, too, there. Um, so he's due, he's due for some uh, playing experience, for sure. I also think that it's going to be – we're going to get to see – we've seen Fenwick already, and we might see more of him. To see more Isaiah Newell – this will be a great opportunity, as you said, maybe Reichel and Haynes. Reichel, Haynes, and even Devontae and Navarro. It just, I think it's a matter of when Jonathan Smith wants to um, you know, sort of empty out the roster and get everybody some playing time. Um, whenever that moment might come, it might come sooner than later with the way that this game is trending, but we'll ultimately have to kind of wait and see uh, when Smith decides to go to those guys. And you also have to suspect that with such a good offensive line, you really don't want to risk – any injuries, it being such a humongous strength for the Beavers this year, that that's also something you probably have to take in mind as the health of the offensive line that you might not see much of them, the starting unit in the second half. No, I, I would expect uh, Smith to rest both um, Talisi Fulaga and Josh Gray there and probably get Jake Levengood out of there as well. And maybe you might see a little more Tanner Miller in there. You know, he can, you know, move around a little bit. But um, – in terms of um, in terms of the whole group together, I think they probably get subbed out probably around the same time, but DJ might get subbed out. So Grant Stark would be the backup right guard for Tanner Miller. A lot of speculation about he might start at the start at the beginning of the year, so it'd be good to see him get playing time. Dylan Lopez and Luka Vincic likely to come in at center. Grant Stark, by the way, too, I, I should mention, is very versatile, too. He can play right guard, he can play left, he can also play tackle as well, so... We'll see what Smith decides to do with them here um, on uh, on this uh, this game here against UC Davis. Also, we're, I think we're going to get to see more of Oregon State's depth in their tight end unit. Oh, yes. Very deep at tight end. I mean, you have the big name guys in Jack Velling, Jake Overman, even Jermaine Terry. But once you get a little further down, you get into the Gabe Melbournes, Carter Newmans, and even Riley Sharp, who was – Outside linebacker, defensive end last year, converted tight end over in spring, and it's looked pretty good so far at that position. It's very much stuck with that. Had a catch last week against San Jose State. Direct wildcat snap for UC Davis, and this is going to be their best play in a long time. It was a direct snap to Land Larison, who gets a first down out to the 36-yard line, 
gained 11 yards. Could have been a little more there if Katano Dapo misses that tackle, but, you know, still probably, the best, like you said, the best play of the night for uh, Larison, who hasn't really had a whole lot of success on the ground, only 47 yards rushing. Melvin Jordan, want to point out, getting a lot of reps at inside linebacker so far tonight for the Beavers. 11.54 left to play in the first half, and Larison again out of the Wildcat, and he's going to look to throw. Now he's going to try and take off up the middle, makes one cut, and picks up two. Give him three out to the 37-yard line. Yeah, just not a lot going there for Larison. Um, you know, could have could have made that play, but I, I'm a little surprised to see him in that Wildcat. They go back to it again. I, I, I don't know whether they're just trying to try something different to get some positive yards, but... And Larison, now he's going to look to roll out and throw, and he goes to the sideline, and that is complete. No, now the ball has been jarred free. Or was it a fumble? I don't know if the ball was ever caught. Now they're officially saying incomplete. And so it's going to be third down and eight. So ruling on the field is an incomplete pass. Yeah, so that that's what it kind of looked like there. Just not able to get clear control of that ball um, coming down to the to the field. Um, yeah, just nothing nothing really going going right for for this team. I know they're trying to trying to uh, switch things up, add a little wrinkle in there with having Larison Wildcat, but even then, not not a whole lot going in their favor so far. So it's going to be third down and eight, and before that third and eight play, I think the refs might want to take a quick peek at this one. And so we're going to be back momentarily with the Beavers up 28 nothing with 11 minutes left to play in the first half. Hey, Beavers. Organ Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. 
Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's Local Music Hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. So Oregon State leads 28-0, and Ryan, that call was reversed. They called it a first-down reception. Yeah, they called that a first-down reception. Just not able to see the ball coming out there or any loose control on the way down. Uh, that ball came out at the very end, but the pose- receiver had possession throughout the entire uh, surviving the ground. Rolling out to the left and dumping off to Lynn Larison is Hastings, who's back in the game. Larison gains a yard, so it's going to bring up third down and nine. Just great coverage there on that play. Just Oladapo reading the eyes of the quarterback and just not a lot going there for Larison who completed that pass to keep the chains going there for UC Davis earlier. 10-20 left to play in the first half. Beavers are ahead 28 to nothing on UC Davis. Miles Hastings works out of the shotgun and he's going to fire down the left side. It's incomplete. Intended for a tight end number 84, and it's going to bring up another punting situation likely for UC Davis. Yeah, Abe Del Real there, uh, the intended receiver. Just great coverage there by Robinson. Not much else that you could really do there if you're if you're uh, Robinson and the way that he played that ball was almost textbook perfect coverage. And Bolden again is in to return. He took the last one back for a touchdown. Wouldn't be surprised if they tried to kick this one away from him. And they do. And it's not a good punt. That looked like it was off of <laughs> looked like that was off of his foot there uh on that uh, on that punt. And it looks like that is going to be a tw- about a nineteen yard punt as the Beavers are gonna take over at their own 31-yard line when we come back in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Did you know that Community Outreach Incorporated provides health services to thousands of people in the Lynn, Benton, and Lincoln counties? Last year, more than 200 volunteers, including doctors, nurses, pharmacists, dentists, and physical therapists, treated over 2,000 uninsured or underinsured patients. COI also has a clinic for veterans who are unable to travel long distances for care or those who are scheduled more than 30 days out of an appointment at a VA medical center. For more information on how to access COI's health services, please call 541-758-3000. Extension 110. KBVRFM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Walking back to your dorm or car at the end of the day? 
Beaver Buddies are here to help. Beaver Buddies is a nighttime safety escort service aiming to help you get around campus safer. It is now operational in the Corvallis campus from the hours of 5 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. during the year. To request a walk, just use the SafeRide app on your smartphone. A pair of Beaver Buddies will meet you where you are and get you to your destination. Stay safe, Beavs. Welcome back to Research Stadium, where the Beavers are going to take over first down and 10 from their own 30-yard line. Ten minutes left to play in the first half, and if you're UC Davis, you're, it seems like it's already going to be a long night. It's, it's been a long night already. It's been a long night already, and it's about to be an even longer night for them here. I mean, 19-yard punt there from Justin Dwinnell. Not the most ideal, but then again, you run the risk of giving up a punt return touchdown uh, to Silas Bolden. Uh, if you kick it directly. So we're going to see Hodgins in at fullback. Saw this last week in the second half against San Jose State. Deshaun Fenwick is in at halfback. And here's a give to Deshaun Fenwick. Goes up the left side in between the tackles and picks up three. Second down and seven coming up. Yeah, saw a lot of Isaiah Hodgins. And Isaac Hodgins, excuse me, in that I formation there for Oregon State. So... They'll run a lot of play action. They'll run the ball effectively out of, um, you know, out of the backfield. And just it's more of a uh, whatever defensive look that they're getting. They might either run or pass. Nine minutes, 30 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Uh, sorry, in the second quarter. First half, I should say. Second and seven. The Beavers are up 28 to nothing. Here's a play fake. Uyongale rolls out to his right, looks across his body, fires a dime to a wide receiver inside midfield all the way down to the UC Davis 44-yard line. That was number 28 for Oregon State. Trent Walker there on Walker. the catch there. Uh, Trent Walker had a great fall camp and just getting involved here. I think Jonathan Smith is going very much into his, his bag of tricks and with the depth chart there and getting guys on the roster, some planning experience. And you love, to, you love to see that. That's exactly what you want to do in these types of games. Oh, absolutely. Just get everybody involved in here, and especially when everything is going right for you so far in this game. I wouldn't be surprised if we see more Walker here. 8.35 left to play in the first half. Beaver's on the move again, and here's another play fake. Uyongale met immediately, throws a lame duck off his back foot kind of, and thankfully that one was thrown away, second and ten. Yeah, when you have a defender coming right at you there and forcing you to throw off your back foot, just that's the only thing you can really do. Just be smart with that football and, uh, you know, throw it out of bounds and keep yourself in a position to go ahead and add another score or two and keep this drive going if you're DJ Uyungle and the Beeps. 28-0 Beavers, 8.27 left to play first half in what could be one of Uyungle's Final possession, second and 10 from the UC Davis 44-yard line. They set up a screen for Deshaun Fenwick, who's got a couple of blockers out in front. Fenwick picks up nine to the UC Davis 35-yard line. Yeah, just not seeing a lot there downfield there on that play from Uli Angolale and just dumping that off to Fenwick in space. and Good awareness from Uli Angolale. And just being able to make, make a play out of that and bring yourself to a sh short third down here to keep the chains going. Sub eight minutes left to play in the first half, and I want to give a quick update. Oregon and Texas Tech in an absolute dogfight in Lubbock. Texas Tech leads 27-25, but Oregon is about to attempt a very short field goal. So a great game going on there. Third down and a yard. Uyangale, another designed run, and he picks up the first down easily. Gets inside the 35 down to the 33-yard line, 
And it's another Oregon State first down. And we already ha do see we see backup offensive linemen in the game right now. If I'm not mistaken, nah, maybe not, maybe not. No, Grant Stark is in on there. Is you he? Are okay. Correct. So they're switching some guys out uh, in their position here so far, just getting some some of that depth there, a little more experience. Uh, clearly, see why. I mean, I know Jake Levin gets still in there, but. You're seeing some movement here along the offensive line. First and ten, and here's an end around to Silas Bolden looking for another big play. Gets outside the numbers, the 30-yard line, pushed out of bounds at the 27-yard line. That is good for a gain of six yards. Yeah, there we see Bolden here. This time he can do it in the air, he can do it in punt return, and he can do it on the ground, running the ball as well. Just nice, easy about six yards there on that play, just following his blockers there to bring up a manageable second down here. And Isaiah Newell is now in the game at halfback for Oregon State. Six minutes and 30 seconds left to play in the first half. Here is Newell. Newell gets inside the 25-yard line, powers his way close to that marker. He's going to be about a foot short. Yeah, a little under just about a foot. It's a great run there by, Bol by Newell, excuse me, Follow that little hole there set up by a block from Jermaine Terry. And, you know, the Beavers are just imposing their will. And they are going to give him a first down. Give him that first down there. So, yeah, about, about less than a foot or so on that play. Isaiah Newell, a talented back, had offers from USC and Oregon coming out of high school. The only reason he's not a starter is because you have such a talented running back group with Martinez, Fenwick, and last year also with Jam Griffin. So that's the only reason why he's a third string. He really is first string level back at most schools. And Uyangale, all the time in the world to throw, fires this one out of the back of the end zone looking for Trent Walker. Second down and ten. Haven't seen too many incompletions tonight. No, not too many. And I think that looked like some miscommunication there. Looked like that pass was either going to Walker or Jermaine Terry. I think Walker's probably supposed to cut a little bit inside there. Just had two defenders draped on, over him on that play there. And, Brings up second down and 10 here for Oregon State, knocking on the door once again. 28 nothing Oregon State leads with 538 left to play in the first half. Fenwick is the halfback. There's a screen pass out to Silas Bolden. Bounces outside, has room inside the 10, inside the 5. Touchdown, Silas Bolden. What a game he's having, and it's 34 nothing Oregon State on top. Great, <laughs> great catch there and run there by Silas Bolden just after contact of being able to extend that ball over the goal line to make that another touchdown for Oregon State. Already did it on the day with a punt return and now through the air. I mean, looking at this play back here, just making making a man miss there on the initial tackle and just using that frame to – to get himself into the touchdown and make this even more of a cushion for and Oregon State. This is something here. interesting to think about here, the, just kind of a weird note, but look at Atticus Sappington's PAT routine. It's something that I haven't really seen a lot of before. While his team is huddling up before the refs give the signal to start the play, he is all the way back at the 25-yard line just having a moment to himself before he finally steps up that 15 yards to make the kick. I, I, haven't, seen that, I haven't, haven't seen that a whole lot. No, I've not seen that either, too. I think it's probably, you know, kicker. It's his kind of moment of zen. You know, kickers have their own routine. Oh, absolutely. As and a former high school kicker, I know that you don't want to break routine. No, of course not. Whatever you stick to is if it works, it works. That's the way that, you know, that's the way that I see it for that. And if it helps Atticus, it helps out the rest of the team, too, at the same 
same time as well. So Beavers up 35 to nothing against UC Davis. And Ryan, at this point, what's the Beavers' next move when it comes to quarterbacks? Honestly, I think Child's time. Yeah, I think you uh you take out DJ at this point, you get Childs in there. I mean, we saw Childs first man off the bench at quarterback on against San Jose State, right? So, I'm thinking we might see that again. Um or Smith could probably play a different card and go for Ben Goldbranson in there for this series, but I I I really do think we see Childs here uh on this next um next series here for Oregon State on the offensive side of the ball. Now, But now it's one of those things where, um, you know, you just kind of have to – you will know until you see number zero walk out there onto the field. So with the Beavers in complete control and their home opener up 35 nothing against FCS opponent UC Davis, Beavers well on their way. The number 16th-ranked Beavers well on their way to 2-0. Want to give some other updates around college football. Texas and Alabama – in a fantastic game right now, Texas up 27-24 to 24 in the fourth quarter. And, Ryan, I'm going to look to see if any ranked teams might possibly lose this week ahead of the Beavers, see if the Beavers can possibly move up in the rankings. Well, I know for this, um, if some of those results hold, I think Oregon State at least probably gets up there to about top ten, close to about. I would say so. Well, they they need somebody to jump, and as of right now, it looks like Oregon's the best chance to lose, but they still are ahead by one point with nine minutes left to go in that game. Plenty of time left, but I think if any all the Oregon State fans here, whenever that game comes to a conclusion and they you know, lose that outcome, I know this whole place <laughs> is going to erupt with joy. Uh, if that does happen, then I think Oregon State fans would find that the best possible outcome if they could jump. If they could jump, they could Oregon jump their in, the in, in the rankings. Oregon yeah. up by a point, 10-27 left to play, but Texas Tech does have first down and 10 on the Oregon 37-yard line, so getting close to field goal range. We'll be keeping you updated on that game as the Beaver defense is going to take the field again after this kickoff with five minutes and 30 seconds left to play in the first half. for Atticus Sappington. And I'll be interested to see the personnel that the Beavers decide to go with here on the defensive end. Seems like still a lot of their uh, normal starters, Jaden Robinson, for instance, still in there right now, as well as Kaitan Oladapa. So the Beavers still going with their number one squad. There's a couple of new guys' faces in there. Takari Hickel now in there. Is he really? Line. Okay. Yeah, so they're kind of going with the same group, but they're, I think, rotating some guys in and out. But I expect by halftime, I think we see an entire new front seven and then also secondary, uh, too, depending on Takari Hickel, number 43. Here's a fake handoff going right up the middle is Hastings. Almost broke that one for a big gain. Picks up six down to the 31-yard line. Like I was saying there, I think, you know, with the – the personnel thing changes probably after halftime here with five minutes left there, and I think this, I think Smith will probably find the right moment to make that change. Second and four, and it's going to be a handoff to the outside to Mateo Perez, who gets out to the 36-yard line 
good for five yards, and it'll move the chains for UC Davis, something we haven't seen a lot of in this first half. No, not a lot of movement there uh, for UC Davis here so far. Just 44 rushing yards, 27 passing yards on the evening. Not a lot really going on for them, and kind of working with long fields, long third downs throughout the course of this game. I mean, Beaver defense has been stifling this Aggies offense throughout the first half. Here. Throughout the before the season, defense was something the Beaver fans, of course, in addition to the offense with Uanga and Martinez and everyone in the offensive line, really excited about the defense. And so far, they have answered the call in these first two games. And right as I say that, Hastings is sacked and the ball comes loose. And the Beavers are saying that they have this at the UC Davis 28-yard line. Ryan, do you see anything down there? They do have the ball. They do have the ball, yeah. Takari Hickel looked like that was Corey Stover in on that play. They're coming in from the outside or bending that hip around there and just being able to – no, excuse me, that was Joel Golden there kind of recovering that play. Transfer from Air Force, correct? Yes, Going in on that ball there, just being able to come around from both sides and collapse that pocket in on the quarterback. Golden, another player that Oregon State really excited about uh, Oregon State fans to get as we were talking about the anticipation for the defense this year. And I think that going forward, this gives you a lot of confidence to take on some of the Giants in the Pac-12 like Utah, Washington, Oregon, etc. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I mean, if that the defense plays exactly or even plays better than what they were last year, I think Pac-12 championship is the limit for this team. So Uyangale is still in the game. He's going to make a throw to the far side of the field. That's another completion good for five yards. And it's Silas Bolden, who uh, I'm, I'm sorry to sound like a broken record. Are you a little surprised that DJ and Silas are still in there? A little surprised, but I think Smith will make the right call for when to take them out. Because Bolden did take a pretty big hit there. He did, um, but also at the same time, I know Smith play, plays it safe and smart with his players, and you know we'll we'll find that moment where it's a little you know more manageable to take them out of the game. Here's Damian Martinez, first time we've called him in a while, and doesn't have a lot of room there. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. First carry he's taken in a while this game. Yeah, I mean had that had that 64 yard touchdown run to start out the Beavers scoring here in the game so far has been relatively quiet. We've seen a lot of Newell. We've seen a lot of um, a lot Fenwick. of Fenwick. But now Martinez getting back in some action here. Third down and five from the UC Davis 24-yard line. Martinez is the back. Two receivers set for the Beavers. Josiah Irish in there on that right side. Here's the Give to Damian Martinez, who tries to make a cut upfield, falls forward, but he's going to be a couple yards short of the first down sticks. And so this is probably time for Atticus Sappington. Yeah, I think that was probably the goal of this here for Smith. Just run that ball. You know, don't risk any further injury. I mean, you got, what, on just under three minutes left here, and get your, you know, kicker some experience with hitting some field goals here. I mean, you're already up by so much anyway, and within one quarter of play here. Did Sappington attempt a field goal last week? I don't think he did. No, only PATs. Six touchdowns to the Beavers last week. So Addis Sappington, 40-yarder from the left hash, is up. Can't tell from here. Definitely has the leg, and it's good. So Atticus Sappington hits his first field goal of the season. It's 38 to nothing with two minutes left in the first half. 
Yeah, great kick there by Savington. Just had enough there uh, on that kick there. Great hold from Josh Green, by the way, I should say. That one was right down the middle. Perfect yeah. kick by Atticus Sappington. Right down the middle. Couldn't ask for anything better. And a little celebration afterwards with teammates. I mean, hey, that's have fun, a, that, <laughs> have fun with it. And you it's know? a big weapon, yeah. especially when you get into these later games. Could be huge in Pullman in a few weeks. And then with Utah the following week, Atticus Sappington actually made a game-winning field goal for the championship in this stadium, he made a he won the Oregon 6A, which is the highest division championship for Clackamas, in this stadium, against South Medford. Has clutch gene there? Well, I mean you have to if you're a kicker, right? Have to if you're a kicker. And Oregon State looking to find a reliable kicker to have in this season, and Sappington very well could provide that answer. So it's 38-0 Beavers with uh, two minutes left to play in the first half. And another touchback from Atticus. If you're Jonathan Smith, right, say say the f trend of this first half goes the way that it has, would you be surprised? <laughs> to, would you I, I would strong if would you strongly consider bringing out Childs maybe for a kneel down? Depending on how much time you have. If left the Beavers do, if the Beavers give the ball back in this half, I got to imagine they'll probably just keep DJ in there, Neil, and start with Aiden Childs in the second half. That's what I would probably imagine. By the way, Alabama down by ten with eight minutes left to go against Texas. So an Alabama loss, not something that has all the time. But Quinn Ewers, very good quarterback, big part of Texas, is uh, success in that game so far. And there's a handoff to the left side, gain of just one, and that's pretty much the story of the half for UC Davis. Yeah, great tackle there by Easton Masker and Arnold. But going back to the Alabama thing, never count out a Nick Saban-led team. Never do. That's why I never <laughs> bet against them at all in any type of situation. Even against Georgia, Ryan? Yeah, well. Last year's Georgia, go, I should last, say. Last year's Georgia. I think I'd go with them any day over over Nick Saban. And here's a handoff to Larison. Boy, he's just getting roughed up out there. It's a, another big loss back to the 20-yard line. And Jonathan Smith takes a timeout. I think he wants to get Aiden Childs in there. I think so, too. Those see me Saluni in there on that play there. So just multiple defenders there swarming in there for Oregon State. Just Larson not having the greatest days. I mean, obviously had a great, great performance Against West week. Texas A&M Commerce, this is a different yeah. animal they're this up against is, today. Yeah, this is a big, big, <laughs> big step up there from Texas A&M. And you can clearly see the mismatch coming up here in these two teams just I wouldn't be surprised if Oregon State's third strings are probably better than UC Davis's first strings I wouldn't be surprised about that either but yeah taking that time out you know getting a little time there for your backup quarterback and Hayden Childs to get get some playing experience in there see some bodies maybe rotating out there on that line for the Beavers so Bring it is third down <laughs> like third once down. again third and 15 student section still into it and this 38 to nothing ball game, minute 29 left to play in the first half. Hastings dumps it off short, and Larison breaks one tackle near the line of scrimmage and gets out to the 26, but it's still going to bring up a punt situation. Good strength from Larison out of the backfield. Great strength there from Larison. I thought Melvin Jordan had him dead to rights there in the backfield, but just able to bounce off of that tackle. That's a tackle he's going to want to make. And I know they're going to go over that in the film room on Monday. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's a tackle if you're, you know, 
if you're Melvin Jordan, that you have to make most of, if not of, all of the time. And Silas Bolden is back to return. Yet another punt. Let's see what Dwindle does here. Last one went for 19. That is a kick out of bounds. And we have an injured Beaver. Thankfully, he does get up. That is number 19, Jeremiah. No, or is that Montreal Hatton? No, pardon me. That's Montreal Hatton, number 19. No, is 18. So that was Montreal Hatton down momentarily. He gets up. Good to see. As the Beavers are going to bring out DJ Uyunglele. DJU once again. I think they probably. I think they. I. I think it's realistic to see a switch after halftime. I. Think I think what they're trying to do here is yeah. put up a touchdown so they have a huge cushion to go back to um, to go to Aiden Childs. Then. Yeah, that that's my guess for that. Um, Maybe they want to work a two-minute situation as well, or under two minutes, I should say. Yeah, get that two-minute offense working out here as. DJ uh, quarterback draw. And does that count as a sack? He lost a yard. It was a design run. I believe so. Because if so, it would be the first yeah. sack of the game for UC Davis. But uh, you don't see a lot of that, though. DJ getting stopped in the backfield, though, on those type of runs. Uyangalale fires the outside over the head of his tight end. Looking for, was that Jake Jack Overman? Jack, no, it was Jack, Jack Belling. There on the intended target on that. Just a little miscommunication, I think, was probably that. That there, I mean, if Velling, I think turn, you know, kind of cuts to that ball a little bit earlier, I think that's an easy first down, and that was a sack uh, on loss. Well, it was more of a loss. Of, yeah, a loss of one yard. So that was a sack there on that quarterback draw from DJU. So Oregon State up 38 to nothing. 52 seconds left to play in the first half, and the Beavers have third down and 11. Uyangale under some heavy pressure here, and he's hit as he throws. And the ball came loose. It's picked up by the Beavers. And he's going to run to the outside is number one, Deshaun Fenwick. He's going to be short of the sticks, though. It's just hard to bring Uyongalele down. Very hard to bring him down. You don't see that often. I mean, we see that now on on this drive here. Not necessarily back-to-back -back plays, but on this drive here. But great heads-up awareness from Deshaun Fenwick to uh, keep <laughs> pick up that ball and keep that going. <laughs> There, oh, and he pitched it to him. Pitched it to him, yeah. Just keep that going. Uh, it's so hard to bring him down that he had time to pitch the ball. But, um, yeah, just not enough there. And Josh Green now on the punt, which is the first time in a while that he's actually been on <laughs> on uh, here in this first half. Absolutely has been a while. And Green gets a good punt away, a quite good punt. Caught inside the 20 at the 15-yard line, and actually he called for a fair catch. Called for a fair catch there. That was a uh, little miscommunication. <laughs> <laughs> They're down on the field, but John Miller punched that out, but it doesn't matter anyway. And uh, UC Davis, do you think they just kneel this 30 seconds? I think out of just for the sake of yourself, yeah, I think you do it. <laughs> yeah, because like, no, if you run another play, what is what good does that do you other than having a running? Clock? You, th it's 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 much higher chance that you just get a turnover than a big play. The way things have gone so far in this first half. But it looks like they're not going to do that. They do have all three timeouts. Hastings uh, gives it off to Larrison, who is upset as he slips way behind the line of scrimmage back at the 10-yard line. Yeah, a little frustration there. Not much has been going Larrison's way, but Turf Monster definitely got him down. And he, even <laughs> if he doesn't slip, he, he had nowhere yeah. to go. Yeah. So ultimately, if you're Larrison, I mean, that's your best-case scenario with how your night's gone. 
And Larrison. And Larrison. that will do it for the first half. The Beavers are on top, thirty-eight to nothing against UC Davis at halftime. Larrison only with sixty-one yards so far here in this first half. Beaver defense has been stifling. And now we'll see who comes out at quarterback for the second half for Oregon State. My guess, my guess is Ian Childs. I mean, I wouldn't see why not in the position that you're in. You know, and the way that your night's gone. You may see a series of DJ out there, wouldn't you say, for that. But but I really do think that Coach Jonathan Smith goes to Aiden Childs here. I, I wouldn't see why you would risk any further injury to your starting quarterback. So the Beavers, with a commanding 38 nothing lead at halftime over UC Davis, will be back with the halftime show after this break. Hey, Beavers. Organ Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. Hey Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Kwan if you're a student, then you know that textbooks can be expensive. That's why the Basic Needs Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the BNC here on campus. You can choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the BNC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. As a student at OSU, you can check out a textbook for free for the entire term. For more information on textbook lending or other resources, don't hesitate to pay a visit to the BNC, located at the Champenefu Lodge at 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue. Or visit the BNC's website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu forward slash BNC. That's studentlife.oregonstate.edu forward slash BNC. 
Everyone deserves access to the learning tools that they need, and the Basic Needs Center is here to help you out. Welcome to the Halftime Show on KBVRFM Corvallis. Well, Ryan, uh, so far things have gone pretty much how people expected. The Lion Beavers favored by 23. They're up 38 to nothing at the half, and pretty much all we've been talking about is when we're going to see Aiden Childs. Yeah, I, I, I think if you're uh, Jonathan Smith at this point, you start putting in the rest of your bench here. There's no, it doesn't make any logical sense to you know, keep the starters in here when you're up by so much. I mean, we may see another series uh, of them, but it's been all Beavers here in this first half here so far. I mean, DJ Uyangale only uh, only eight for thirteen with 107 yards and two touchdowns, but you know, still efficient on the day as well. Damian Martinez with 104 already at half. With one touchdown, and Silas Bolden with the receiving touchdown, only four receptions for 65 yards, but spreading the ball a little around, just not really had to really throw the ball too much with you know, <laughs> with your running game being so effective for your Jonathan Smith, and I I really do think that this this is probably maybe the last time we see the starters out is probably here in this in this first series coming out of half. Oregon State does have the ball. Uh, start the second half here, but um, if you're Trent Bray, Jonathan Smith, and Brian Lindgren, I, I don't think you could have called a better better first half here so far. A little couple mistakes, but other than that, it's been it's been a dominant performance on all three phases of the ball. And um, with the Beavers having a 38 nothing lead and the command and control over this game, we'll go over some other. Uh, action from the Pac-12. Oregon and Texas Tech in an absolute nail-biter right now, 30-28 to 28 with a minute 24 left. Oregon sitting up for what they're going to hope is going to be a game-winning field goal. Washington State leads Wisconsin 24-22 to 22 with 11 minutes left in that game. Arizona down 24-21 at Mississippi State and UCLA pounding San Diego State, who the Beavers are going to welcome uh, next weekend. And I think that if you're the Beavers... You're glad you're getting these games in, but again, it's going to be a pretty big jump once you get in the Pac-12 play. Oh yeah, and even for for the UCLA's, the Oregon's, maybe necessarily, it's going to be a whole uh, conf conference play is a whole different animal than your non-conference games. Um, sure, it's obviously a big step for when you play that first game uh, in non-conference, but it's even a bigger jump when you head. Um, either on the road or if you're welcoming a really good team uh, to your place. Uh, in the case of Colorado, who won day over Nebraska, they'll go to USC and play them. And that's going to be that's gonna be a tough test for a Colorado team that, you know, has looked good through two weeks. But I think conference play, we know what this team is capable of. I think you're right with the Beavers up 38 to nothing against UC Davis and something that we've already talked about a lot is this is a good experience for people like Mataya Makaya Tong uh, Tong and then you get to see do you think we'll get to see people like Isaiah Chisholm uh freshman or maybe even Nico Taylor guys like Drake Vickers maybe get to see Alton Julian in which he d we did see him play against San Jose State I think that's one of the biggest things I'm looking out for I think we're going to see a little more of Alton Julian out there got some playing time back in has kind of kind of started practicing like I said last week kind of started practicing towards the end of um 
end of fall camp, got some reps in with the threes and seven on sevens. Uh, had some game time action against San Jose State. I think we see a little more of him, and I think you're in the perfect situation to do that if you're Smith, um, to allow him to get you know the feet back under him. And once I think Julian is fully, well, he's been cleared, but once he's fully back to his old self, I think that secondary for Oregon State gets a lot stronger uh, if he returns to form from 2021. And then, of course, you see uh, – Guys like Andrew Chatfield uh, was big a year ago, making a big difference. Then we get starting to see guys like Misi Saluni and uh, Quincy Wright. Have we seen any of him in the fall game? None of Quincy Wright here so far, but I'd expect to see him out there uh, later on in this game. And then uh, also going down the line, I remember you uh, saying you were excited about the possibility of seeing Noble Thomas Jr. Well, I, th I bet we'll see him. We'll see a little more. Noble Thomas had a very good camp um, for in in fall, and you know he's very much he, he's very much a guy that that could be pretty vital there towards the end of the season, getting that playing experience if he gets it here uh, in this game. Um, just very very solid corner and very solid in coverage too at the same time, and you know. I know last year with injuries to Rajon Wright at the end of the season, that depth uh, was very big there. And having a guy like Jaden Robinson step up there um, at both, you know, the game against Oregon and in the bowl game too was vital. And getting to see what Noble Thomas can do and some of these other guys like Jermon McCoy, Joe Swen, uh, I think will be very important for when we get into that point in the season where everybody's injured, everyone's dealing with injuries. And it's just a matter of can your players step up and make a play in those tough situations. And um, the thing, uh, thing with Oregon State at these times is obviously you know, the, you know the message in the locker room, hey, we're going to try and get everyone playing time and you know go play your heart out. If you're Gusey Davis, you know, it's a pretty demoralizing first half. And if, you, if you're if you their head coach and Dan Hawkins, you know, what's your message to, to the guys at halftime who are probably not feeling too confident right now? If I'm Dan Hawkins, <clears throat> I really would try to motivate my players to say, like, hey, look, yes, I know this first half, everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. But if we can get – ourselves on the right footing coming out of halftime here and being able to get some momentum going, we could easily make this a game. That is probably what I'm, you know, kind of firing up my team to do coming out of the second half where so much of <laughs> so much of this game has been very much one sided so far. Uh for the Beavers here in this game. So 9:30 left before we kick off the second half, the Beavers with a 38 to nothing lead. Over UC Davis, we'll be right back. You're listening to the Beaver Halftime Show. Walking back to your dorm or car at the end of the day? Beaver Buddies are here to help. Beaver Buddies is a nighttime safety escort service aiming to help you get around campus safer. It is now operational in the Corvallis campus from the hours of 5 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. during the year. To request a walk, just use the SafeRide app on your smartphone. A pair of Beaver Buddies will meet you where you are and get you to your destination. Stay safe, Beavs. Hey, Beavers. This is DJ Orion from Exercise Caution, and you are listening to KBVR Corvallis. 
Hey Beavers, do you ever feel like not walking to class, or work, or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! (sighs) Hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. And welcome back to the halftime show. Got seven minutes left before we kick off the second half. The Beavers leading 38-0, and we're going to have some updates on other games. Oregon just got a pick six against Texas Tech in the final minute, so they're going to hang on, it looks like, to get a 38-30 win. So Oregon with a very hard-earned victory in Lubbock, Texas. Meanwhile, the Texas Longhorns have won at Alabama 34-24. to And uh, if you're Oregon State, you don't want to get ahead of yourself, but is this really a year you know, where, where you're thinking you want to get in the Pac-12 championship, you want to compete for one of those playoff spots? Oh, no, I, I think this is the expectation of this team. I think they know what they're capable of. When you have a guy like DJ Uyunglele back under center, you know, sky's the limit. I mean, th- th- this team last year was a couple wins away from 11-1 and and potentially going to a Pac-12 championship, and this roster is capable of it. Um, I think don't think it's out of the question that they're one of the contenders in this in this stacked conference to be one of the teams that could represent it in the championship <coughs> game after the end of the season. Obviously going to other good teams in the Pac-12. Colorado with a pretty commanding win over Nebraska today. Did you think that was more about Colorado being good or Nebraska not being very good? Uh, Nebraska's going a bit through some turmoil. Obviously the coaching changes mm-hmm. going from Scott Frost now to Matt Rule. The defense for – I mean, the, I know the score doesn't tell the tale of the tape too much, but that defense for Nebraska gave some fits to uh, Colorado's offense and Shador Sanders. Even with just ru- just rushing three, Sanders didn't really have a lot of time uh, to make <coughs> any plays down on the field. Um, so I, 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 re- I, I know a lot of people are buying into Colorado early, but I do want to say that I really think we understand what this team looks like when they play USC and Oregon to open up conference play. I think we get a better sense of what they are. I think it's a little too early to say that, you know, they, they'll be one of those teams that goes to the Pac-12 championship. I feel like I need to see more out of them before I can officially say, oh, this team is for real. You know, and I think their first two opponents are kind of, you know, not been the best quality of, you know, measurement understanding. That's for sure. 
So now back to Oregon State with if they do start with Aiden Childs, how long do you think the Beavers might go before going to former starter and beloved Ben Goldbranson? They probably might go to Ben, I would say, sometime in the fourth quarter, most likely. They may give Childs a full quarter to work with if he is the guy that does come out, if we don't see DJ uh, walk out there. Um, but it could be sooner, it could be later, but I, I really think they probably give Childs a little more freedom to roll here. We saw him in at the end um, of that San Jose State game, got got a couple series to work with there. I think they probably expand uh, you know, his workload a little bit here um, if he is coming out there to start the uh, second half. Oregon State leads 38 to nothing. At halftime, there is about three minutes and 30 seconds before kicking off the second half. When we return, second half kickoff, and the Beavers will be receiving. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide-frame glasses, and, of course, an iced coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Chic has a place for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. And welcome back to Research Stadium, just about ready to start the second half here in Corvallis with the Beavers ahead 38 to nothing and Beavers going to be receiving and assuming that it is Aiden Childs to go out there first series would you expect that any of the starting offensive line would be in there with Childs as well probably but it looks like DJ's warming up there on the side uh, down on the field there he is. so yes we probably see DJ here for maybe a series uh, and you know you got to keep in mind 
DJ, this is only a second game of the team. I think that Smith might want to just make him as comfortable with the offense as possible. Yeah, especially, too. I mean, he, you know, getting that comfortability and timing down with those receivers is definitely something that um, Smith has emphasized as probably the working point that DJ has to has to work on here. Um, but it, it, it's something you get with experience and being in-game. It's one thing to work in practice. It's another thing to actually do it in a game and execute. That way, but I feel like we probably see DJ here in four series or two, uh, at most before Smith probably turns to Childs or Goldbranson. So the Beaver is going to take the field along with UC Davis, going over some of the statistics from that first half. Beaver is outgaining UC Davis two fifty one to sixty, and really almost all those yards it seems like for UC Davis, or most of them came on that very first drive. Yeah, most of that came in on that. Fir you're right, they did. They mostly came on that first drive. Not a whole lot else. I mean, saw a lot more negative than positives. I mean, heck, you know, some of their some of their players have more only negative yards here so far after one. Uh, Perez has minus three rushing yards. Hutton has minus five. Miles Hastings, the quarterback, has minus 23 rushing yards on the day. And then Trent Tompkins only has minus two receiving yards. So... Very much only minus of, two? Only minus two, yeah. Hard to believe, I know. It's a lot of negative yards uh, for for UC Davis. That's been, it's been the story of that first half. And obviously I think this game does kind of show the difference between Power 5 and FCS. Apparently ranked Power 5 teams like the Oregon State Beavers and just how far apart these two teams are. The skill level definitely has been very noticeable. And it looks like there might be some win because UC Davis has have somebody hold this kickoff. Yeah, to our right, the American flag is blowing pretty pretty good out there mm -hmm. uh, in the wind there, and so surprised that uh, that uh, that uh, we already have that here. I didn't expect it to be that windy tonight, but I guess it's enough of a gust to affect the kickoff. So. So UC Davis does kick it off, and it's a short kick, maybe a pooch, returned by Terry out to the 30-yard line. Yeah, Jermaine Terry fielding that there. I think also probably part of the strategy to not to kick to Bolden in the backfield. After I can see why. After uh, got burned there for the punt return touchdown. We have offsides on the kicking team. So that will bring this ball a little forward here for – Oregon State offense. Going to bring it to the 35-yard line. And Oregon State wants a re-kick. This is very, what it sounds uh, like. It's a very interesting strategy. It is, it is an interesting strategy because, I, you know, maybe he just want, Jonathan Smith just wants special teams work, I suppose. Most likely. Uh, that That's the only explanation I would see for that. Otherwise, if this were a conference game and this happened, right, you know, you're accepting that penalty from where and, you know, just having your offense get back out there on the field. So five seconds are gone in the first half, although we haven't run a play from scrimmage yet. Beavers on top, 38 to nothing. A little bit of wind here as the sun has officially set down here at Research Stadium. And there, there seems to be a little bit of confusion on uh, UC Davis's uh, their unit here. 
confusion, not having anything go right for them on offense no. or defense. It's or any, any aspect of the game of football. Yeah, just not, not, not their night. And the re-kick. I've seen some FCS teams this season as – this is going to be fielded by Zero, who has a bit of a lane, bounces to the outside. Can the kicker bring him down? He does. That the kicker a, makes the tackle. That was Akili Arnold there on that. Man, I know Akili is probably – probably well, also, he has probably smiling after that, but, like, <laughs> he, he he's going to get an earful of that from his teammates on the sideline after being brought down by the kicker. But He was. You know, and yeah. credit to kicker. He went hard after yeah. Arnold and – you know, probably saved a touchdown. Probably saved a touchdown there, but uh, I know, I know, Akili probably wanted that badly. He wanted that six right there, and so from bad to worse for UC Davis as the oh Beavers. Oh no, we do see Aiden Giles out there. Indeed, it is Giles with Deshaun Fenwick in at halfback. So Giles, the true freshman's first snap of the game, and uh, miscommunicate, or uh, I should say. Not on the same page with uh, Fenwick. He throws it over his head. So right away, you see a bit of a change. Yeah. And a bit of a miscommunication. Yeah, this is what I was kind of expecting. But also, too, we have to remember that, you know, Giles is a freshman. These are the type of games to get those mistakes out here early. You know, see what, he, what he's got in there. But um, has had a bit of more of a command of this offense in the final couple of weeks, um, uh, of at least at fall camp, and now is getting to show what he's learned here uh, in a game situation. Second and ten, Childs fakes the handoff. He's going to keep it himself. He runs for a first down inside the 30-yard line. Bounces out to the numbers to the UC Davis 25. That's a 15-yard scamper from Aiden Childs. Aiden Childs, like DJ, both can run the ball effectively in between the tackles. Just Childs is a little more shifty uh, in there. He's <coughs> able to make a guy miss there on the initial tackle and uh, pick up that first down. First and ten, Beavers from the UC Davis 25-yard line. Aiden Childs working out of the gun. Quick hitch route, complete. And that's another Oregon State first down on the receiving end of that was Jimmy Valson the third. Jimmy Valson kind of corralling that pass there. I think that pass might have gotten a little bit tipped. It kind of looked a little wobbly. Uh, we'll look on the replay From here. my uh, vantage point, but uh, just great of Valson to – to haul that in there. Valson, uh, three-star recruit, had other Power 5 offers. Jonathan Smith's done a very good job recruiting in his tenure, part of why the Beavers are ranked 16th in the nation at the moment. There's a handoff up the middle, and halfback uh, missed who it was. We'll get down, and that will be Deshaun Fenwick, who gets to the 10-yard line. Yeah, Fenwick getting a little more action here to start out the second half there. Just following those blocks there. I think if Fenwick cuts that out a little more, he gets a little more on that run. But, you know, it's exactly what you want to see. If you're Smith, this is exactly what you want to see from your quarterback here. And potentially he get him his first career college touchdown at just 17 years old. I w might want to add that too. <laughs> Unbelievable that Childs really is only 17. He's going to throw a screen pass out to Zachary Card, who's got nowhere to go. Good pursuit by the UC Davis defense. No gain on the play. Yeah, Zach Card uh, saw in spring practices them connect on a deep touchdown there, but just not able to really get much going there on the short game uh, for for that pass there. And, you know, a guy like Card, you want to get him out into space and just good on the def defense for UC Davis. Just swarm to Card and not let him – gain anything on that play. 
So Childs working from the gun on third down and five with Fenwick still in the game at halfback, 12-15 to play in the third quarter. Beavers need five to keep the dr uh, drive going here. Childs to the corner of the end zone, floats one just out of the reach of Trent Walker. Pardon me, just out of the reach of Zachary Card. Yeah, just a little bit of an overthrow there from Aiden Childs. Just, I think if you put a little less power on uh, on that ball and, you know, kind of more floated in there, two cards hands there, I think that's an easy six right there. Nothing wrong with settling for three when you're this far ahead in the game, but I think if you're if you're Childs, you definitely want that one back. Absolutely, and that's where you see, you know, a true freshman, because that's a throw for DJ that he's made a million times. That's exactly why Childs is in the game right now, and I think that kick was good, and it is from Atticus Sappington, and so the Beavers now ahead 41 to nothing with 12 minutes to play in the third quarter. When we come back, Beavers will be kicking off to UC Davis, now up 41 nothing. Hey, Beavers. Do you ever feel like not walking to class or work or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! Orange Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. And welcome back to Corvallis. Beavers up 41 to nothing on UC Davis. And Ryan, since we need, you know, in a, in a blowout game like this, we, we're going to focus on little details. Aiden Childs, we were both, to, uh, both talking at the break how you could tell out of his hand, yeah, he, he missed that one. He But at the break, on, you know, on the flip side, he's 17, and that's why he's in the game right now. But, you know, it's a throw that he knows he has to make. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I think, like, you look back at that, and I, I know probably – you know, he's going to be talking with that with coaches and, you know, DJ's probably going to coach him a little bit mm -hmm, and say like, mm -hmm. hey, like, you know, a little less, you know, a little less power on that throw, kind of drop it into your receiver's hands uh, and just not try to, you know, 
overthrow that on that. But I know, I know. Yeah, but we're right though too. It's just that's that's why you get him these reps here early, get him his experience of you know being able to you know, have those moments there, make those mistakes in a game where you're up by so much. And that one is fair caught inside the 10-yard line. So UC Davis will take over at the 25-yard line. This is their first offensive possession at th of the half. And if you're if you're UC Davis, you, you're just going to want to try to put some points on the board. Yeah, more of for moral purposes in there. And, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like you've not had much going for you, and uh, you just want to try to make this more of an exciting game um, overall. So a few different faces. Uh, oh, no, Micaiah Tongues, never mind. He's been in the game. Yeah. So it looks like the Beavers are going with a relatively similar defensive unit out there. And, you know, that's one thing I like about Smith. He doesn't he doesn't quit, uh, you know, stop using his, star player, his best players too early. Jack Kane is in there. Yeah, Jack Kane in there at safety. Second string guy, just getting a little more playing time out there. Kane had a very good fall camp. And, and that show. was a timeout from the Beavers, actually. Before that play started, I saw Jack Kane kind of – he looked like a deer in headlights. I don't know if you saw. Looked like that way. I think they're just probably going to get everybody set on the same page here. I mean, at this point, I don't think a timeout's going to do you <laughs> too much harm if you take it now. Uh, but, like, you know – I, I think Smith and, Smith and Bray would rather have everybody on the same page than not and have that ball snapped and potentially something bad happens there that they weren't anticipating. I would have to I have to completely agree. And, uh, Ryan, since the, um, there was a timeout in this game with the Beavers up 41 to nothing, uh, we were checking other Pac-12 scores. Arizona and Mississippi State in overtime right now. Regardless of the outcome of that game, I, are you impressed with Arizona going at – SEC school, Mississippi State, and putting up that type of game, they might win. Oh, yeah. No, I am very impressed with Arizona, what Jed Fish has been able to do. And I think for maybe even for, um, for um, you know, when the Beavers play Arizona, that it may be more of a uh, difficult challenge uh, than previously anticipated looking at their roster. In addition, Washington State – was up on Wisconsin by eight points last I checked a few minutes ago. And so, Ryan, I'm trying to think, has the Pac-12 lost a game yet? And obviously USC and Stanford are playing tonight, so they're, they're going to have a loss. But non-conference, has the Pac-12 lost a game? No. Pac-12 uh, Pac conference still currently undefeated. I think if Oregon was the bit closest call so far, yeah. it looks like. But I would say they probably end the night before the USC-Stanford uh, game uh, either 16, 17, and 0 at that point in time. So Mississippi State is ahead 31 to 24 in overtime. Arizona needs to score. Washington State, on the other hand, in much better shape. They're up by nine with 3:34 left, and they have the football. So they seem to be not to call things too early. In pretty good shape to get their second win in a row over ranked Wisconsin. Beat them last year um, on the road, and now in Pullman, looks like they're going to get another big win. I was saying before the year that uh, Washington State could be a sleeper team that people, you know, well, are sleeping on a little bit. A little bit. I know when um, they came here last year, it's a little more of a one-sided affair. Mm -hmm. There's not a lot going on. Beavers dominated on defense. But a lot of injuries, of course, uh, f to the star players uh, at that point in the season. But things can happen. Things can happen that can surprise you. And so – that uh, opener of Pac-12 uh, on the road at Pullman is going to be a little more difficult. 
Absolutely. It will. Beavers up 41 to nothing. 12 minutes left to play in the third quarter. Hastings in at quarterback still for UC Davis. Hastings takes the snap and gets it away to the far side. That is caught, and that's a pickup of about three yards there. Chaz Davis on the receiving end of that pass from Hastings. I think Hastings was getting that ball out a little quick before John McCartan came in for that uh, that hit there. Uh, it's great, great throw and great catch there by the duo. 11.35 left to play. Third quarter. Here's a handoff to, uh, is that per, uh, Perez. Mateo Perez? It is. He picks up a few. Give him, give him about four. It'll be third down and three for UC Davis. Another third down here for this Oregon State defense looking to get off the field again and get the ball into their young quarterback's hands in Aiden Childs. 11 minutes to play third quarter. Hastings trying to cash in on third down. There's a crossing route. It's complete, but just shy of the sticks. And if you're Davis, I'd go for this. Yeah, what do you have to lose Nothing. at this point? Nothing. Right? Like, I, I I, wouldn't see why not you you, you take off the, op, off the offense off the field. I think at this point, any fourth down situation, this this Davis team is going for it from here on out. And it seems like they're thinking, likewise, fourth and a foot, and, and they do get it out to the 36-yard line. Picked up about two yards, so they convert on fourth down, and they do keep the drive going with just over 10 minutes left to play in the third quarter. Yeah, you get about third and, you know, you get about maybe two on that, la that second and last run there, and get yourself an easy conversion on fourth down to get, get some positive momentum for you in for the first time in this game if you're UC Davis. So first down and 10 for the Aggies from their own 36-yard line. There's a handoff in met by a bunch of black and orange jerseys in the backfield. That's another tackle for loss. Andrew Chatfield got a hand. He's been everywhere. <laughs> on, on Perez there, just immediately after that ball was snapped, I don't know whether or not he was just unblocked, completely missed assignment, but that's what it looked like, just kind of ducked in between both the guard and the tackle there and uh, created another tackle for loss there. Second down, 13 yards to go. There's a fake handoff and a throw to the far side of the field that's complete on a Little in slant route to the 43-yard line. So, good positive play for UC Davis. Going to set up third and manageable with three. Ivy there, the man on the tackle. Just got beat there by... Um, and you know who also got beat? Wisconsin. Chaz Davis. By Washington. So, Washington State holds uh, on. All they need to do is take a knee now up 31-22. And here's the snap from Hastings on third down, trying to cash in again. Incomplete over the middle. And coverage Keen was... Arnold. Arnold. Great coverage, great pass breakup there by the safety to come in there and just deflect that ball out of the receiver's hands. There's not really much you can do there if you're, if you're Chaz Davis. And so the Beavers are going to get the ball back in their freshman quarterback's hands. Also, too, I want to say congrats on uh, to Washington State for that. Winning, too, also on Mike Leach night as well. Rest in peace, mm -hmm. Coach. Uh, Rest in peace, Mike Leach. It's a, that's a uh, great, great play there. Uh, 
Second year in a row, they've been underdogs against Wisconsin and uh, ranked Wisconsin and beaten them. And so, can you imagine if we have another ranked Pac-12 team? That would be six in the conference ranked. I mean, pardon me, that would be seven in the conference yeah. ranked. Which, in the final year of Pac-12 and how we know it, that I mean, it's the best way that you could potentially end a year like that. Eight minutes, 52 seconds left to play in the third quarter. Beavers and Aiden Childs will have the football when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Hey Beavers, Organ Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. Welcome back to Research Stadium. Beaver is about to take back over on offense with Aiden Childs. What are you looking to see from after at the, uh, in this drive? I'd see a little more of um, using those legs, getting outside the pocket a little more, being able to uh, – and also, too, just being able to pass to some of those receivers, get a little more of the ball in playmakers' hands, you know, not try to do too much. There's a handoff to Fenwick. Deshaun Fenwick finds a seam and picks up eight out across the 21-yard line. Fenwick kind of rolling after the end, <laughs> got a little bit, a little barrel roll. There, you know, maybe they won't notice. Maybe they'll give me the first. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I was thinking there on that. But uh, yeah, I got tripped up there at the end of that play. I love, I, lo <laughs> I love the way Fenwick plays. Love his mentality. I love how aggressive he is. And here he is right now with a first down run. Bounces outside the tackles, goes outside the numbers to the 30-yard line. Another first down run for Fenwick. Yeah, calling his number back in there twice. And Fenwick just bouncing off of tackles and following those blocks to pick up another first down for for the Beavers. And um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, Ryan, but Mississippi State beat Arizona in overtime. So the Pac-12 is no longer undefeated. undefeated. But it was quite a run. 
greatest I will say, run, greatest run within the first few weeks of of this college football. But season. I will say, every ranked team in the Pac-12 still undefeated. That is true. As Aiden Childs takes the snap, and now he rolls out to his right, fires towards the sideline. It's complete to Zach Card. Pick up a seven. Yeah, being able to get outside the pocket, let let Childs move a little. He's got that mobility. You know, it's one of those things where. You know, you got to get him in some space, get him in some those passing situations. And uh, I really hate to make this about myself, but I'm seeing here that Wes Paul is the punter for uh, Oklahoma State. And Ryan, I've never met anyone outside my family with my last name before, so I'm going to look up Wes Paul after this game to see if I might be related to an Oklahoma State punter. Maybe. You know, that's that, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> um, anyways, the Beavers hand it off, and there's Deshaun Fenwick going right up the middle, now bouncing outside the seam, outside the tackles, picks up another big first down run out across the 45-yard line. Deshaun Fenwick putting on a show. Deshaun Fenwick in relief of Martinez. We did see, you know, Fenwick in there a little bit early on, but now it's all Sean Fenwick's show here in this third quarter, just back-to-back runs from – from the running back here, from the senior, and uh, just find, just really just seeing the ball clearly. Fenwick, a big part of that 19 straight runs against yes. the Oregon Ducks, a very good college running back. And there's a completion to Zachary Card, who has a first down to the sideline into UC Davis territory. Yeah, great comeback route there by Zach Card, just being able to to sit down there in that zone and just being able to make that initial first guy miss off the tackle there who had him short of that first down. And there's another handoff to Deshaun Fenwick. Another good I, game. No, that was Isaiah Newell. Pardon me, Isaiah Newell. Yeah. And I, that was who I was talking about before the game. I want to see Isaiah Newell. He was also a big part of Oregon State's 19 straight runs to beat the Oregon Ducks in that comeback victory. Newell already to the sideline after just one one run here in the in the third quarter. Who'd they bring on? Fenwick. Okay, so it looks like in the third quarter here they're trying to give Fenwick a lot of touches, and it seems like Martinez unlikely to come back into the game after. Well, there's no reason. Yeah, no reason. I mean, seven for 104, long <laughs> 64 <laughs> on the day. I think, you know, it's pretty successful. Childs tries to put his foot in the ground, and now he is – Bouncing to the outside, and now he somehow finds a seam to the outside. Aiden Shiles. Wow. What a run. Picks up 11. This covered is, a ton of ground. This is this is why Smith is so high on Aiden Shiles, just being able to be elusive with his legs and being able to run the ball and be a threat in the running game. This, you, I saw a lot of this in fall camp. Childs looked like he was dead to rights there in the backfield for a sack and just able to escape and make a play. And I know they're playing an FCS team, but I, I don't know how he got away from that many white jerseys. Yeah, I I still I still get surprised by by Childs making these type of runs too. So we got a fullback in the game, and Fenwick still the halfback. There's a give to Fenwick, breaks through a hole. Now he cuts outside, first down and more. He's inside the twenty, inside the fifteen, pushed out of bounds at the. UC Davis 10 to Sean Fenwick continues his night. Sean Fenwick just excellent field vision there on this run and just being able to let those blocks set up and bounce outside for a big gain. That fullback, by the way, was Isaiah Newell in there getting some reps in at fullback there, huh. which is a little interesting wrinkle to see in this offense. Well, uh, it looks like Smith is trying some things out. In this 41 to nothing game, 
Beavers trying to get on top, 48 to nothing. Fenwick still the halfback. And here is Aiden Childs firing to the outside. That's complete inside the five into the end zone. That is Jake. Is that Bryce Caulfield? No, that's R Riley Sharp there. Riley Sharp's first touchdown as a tight end. Tight end, and the first career touchdown for young Aiden Childs. So big first for both players. Riley Sharp. Looking, running that route like he's been doing this for a while. Just made the transition from outside linebacker. And as you said, Ryan, talk about Aiden Child's first career touchdown pass. I mean, that is, you couldn't ask for anything better. It's just a simple out route there by Riley Sharp. Just making that that one tackle there miss to keep it short. And, you know, just excellent pass there by Childs to just dump it off to the tight end and let Riley Sharp go to work in space. That's that's exactly what you want to see if you're if you're Brian Lindgren and Coach Jonathan Smith from your young quarterback being able to make those type of throws. So the Beavers are up 48 to nothing. 3:53 left to play in the third quarter. We'll be right back. Walking back to your dorm or car at the end of the day? Beaver Buddies are here to help. Beaver Buddies is a nighttime safety escort service aiming to help you get around campus safer. It is now operational on the Corvallis campus from the hours of 5 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. during the year. To request a walk, just use the SafeRide app on your smartphone. A pair of Beaver Buddies will meet you where you are and get you to your destination. Stay safe, Beavs. Hey, this is Shayna Marie Pascal, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Hey, Beavers. Organ Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. And welcome back. 3.53 left to play in the third quarter. Aiden Childs with his first career touchdown pass at age 17. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I... Well, I know what I was doing at 17. I was in high school, but didn't have that type of moment in, in college football. That's for sure. What a what a moment for the young freshman. 
and you know you don't want to think too far into the future, but definitely a strong possibility Childs will be the starter here at Oregon State in the not too distant future. But right there, and I want to point out that the the crowd gave a pretty big cheer to hear that fellow Pac-2 member Washington State beat Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean both schools in it together, <laughs> officially, unofficially called Tupac Conference. There, I love that. Uh, oh, lumber laid right there. Was that Melvin Jordan? Yeah, that was Melvin that Jordan. That was Melvin Jordan. <laughs> Star- and now that we got a bit of a scrum going on. Oh boy, this is the last thing this game needs. Yeah, I, I, I think I can sense some frustration boiling there from UC Davis, where things haven't gone your way and letting tempers get the best of you there, and you know, just play, play it smart. <laughs> if you're, if you're both sides, just you got to play it, play it smart. Agreed there. And so the 22-yard line is where UC Davis is going to take over. Miles Hastings trying to avoid the shutout. Beavers up 48-2-0. Hastings dumps it off short. And it's complete. And we got a flag come in there as that was complete to C.J. Hutton find out what this flag is there for, but Hutton met by two black and orange uniforms there. Couldn't really get much going. They were thinking about offensive P.I. didn't call it. Yeah, I didn't, from our vantage point, I really didn't see enough there for that anyway. Nor did I. So, it's a good call there by, by the referees. UC Davis on top, 48 nothing. Slant route, and that's incomplete, broken up by Akili Arnold. Yeah, pass there intended for Josh Gale, the tight end. Just great coverage there. Just kind of looking almost, yeah, looking like a DV out there, Well, which he is, but, like, you know, just being able to make that play in there, just textbook coverage by the DV. <coughs> So as we approach, we get ready for a third down and six with 3:22 left to play in the third quarter. Some other pa- four Pac-12 games going on right now, including this one. 21 nothing USC, um, putting it to Stanford at the end of the first quarter. Cal up three nothing on Auburn. Arizona State up seven nothing on Oklahoma State. Those games early in the second quarter. Third down and six. Hastings, quick hitch route, complete to the 32-yard line, and that is right at the marker, and that'll. Move the sticks for UC Davis. Pickup yeah. of six yards. Yeah, Hutton in on that catch and signal for that first down there. Uh, just easy, easy catch and throw from UC Davis. Three minutes left to play in the third quarter with the clock rolling. <clears throat> first and ten, UC Davis, and... Uh, Actually, that is, pardon me, that is still Hastings in at quarterback. Going to try a long throw to the sideline. That's a tough throw to make, and Jaden Robinson was having none of that. No, it looked like Jaden Robinson there was just, <laughs> just a receiver in on that play. I mean, I know it didn't extend the arms out or anything, but it looked like that pass was more intended to Robinson. Yeah, it, how re- that it really did. Played. And, again, you're just seeing the skill difference there, his uh, receivers versus Oregon State's defensive backs. Uh, we see a little change here on the defensive line. Nico Taylor now. Taylor, in. huh? Okay. Is the, that 17? Yeah, 17. 
Good to see Nico Taylor getting reps in. Blitz coming from Nico Taylor. Here's a screen pass set up. And that's going to be a pretty good gain for UC Davis on the little uh, wide receiver screen to the 38-yard line. Going to be third and five. Four, pardon me, third and four. Beavers making quite a few substitutions now on defense. Jaden Robinson still in the game, though, up 48-0. Jaden Robinson and Ryan Cooper Jr. still both in. Same thing with Akili Arnold as well. Slant route, almost intercepted. Getting in there to jump the route was uh, Kaitano Ladapo, and another starter still in. <laughs> it's yeah, no, it was John Miller. In pardon me, that was John Miller. On that interception there, and uh, yeah, just nearly, nearly had another <laughs> another turnover on that night. Uh, Miller wa pro definitely wants that one back yeah. there. Good, tough one such at close range. Good job to get a hand on it and bat that one down. And we do have a new punt returner now for Oregon State. Try and see who that is in a minute. Is that, that Noble is, Thomas? That is, uh, no, that is uh, David Wells, I believe. Or Thomas Noble, I should say, by the way. And uh, he returns it out to the 11. He had to pick that one up at his own four-yard line. And Wells, you said that was? Yes. David Wells. Yeah. Freshman wide receiver. Ah. Getting in some playing time here late in the game. And I imagine we're going to see Childs again, and we will. He's the one who jogs out there for the Beavers. Some new personnel on offense for Oregon State. See Isaiah Newell, Deshaun Fenwick, Bryce Caulfield, Jamani East out there. So we're getting into the later depths here of of uh, of this roster here for Jonathan Smith and company. Handoff to the fullback Isaiah Newell, and Newell trucking a few defenders. Aggressive run out to the 18. Yeah, just very powerful run there by Newell. And, too, kind of interesting to see him play from this fullback spot as well. It's a little wrinkle that Smith is adding into this offense. So even if we may not see, you know, Isaac Hodgins in that fullback role all the time, I Isaiah Newell can easily fill that role. I just wonder how much we're going to see that in uh, conference games this year. wonder how much we will see Hodgins and Newell, and this is going to yeah, be uh, an offsides, I think. Yeah, it looks like encroachment offsides penalty there. I, I it was pretty obvious enough. I know Childs probably wanted to throw that for a free play, but yeah. they <laughs> blow it dead before that can happen. I could tell that's exactly what he wanted to do there, and I don't blame him. So a five-yard penalty. After the encroachment, first, uh, first and that gives the Beavers a first down. First and ten for Oregon State from the 23-yard line. One minute left to play in the third quarter. Childs works out of the shotgun with Newell as his halfback. Childs throws to the left side. That's Jeremiah Noga on the reception out across the 30-yard line to the 31. Pickup of eight. Great adjustment there by Noga to come back to that ball and stay in bounds. Noga caught his first career touchdown Sunday. And now we're seeing some action here late in this <coughs> game. So first and ten for the Beavers from their own 31-yard line. Oregon State on top, 48 to nothing. Uyangalale's night appears to be done. Aiden Childs has been in the last 
This is this is uh, his third series, I should say. Newell still at back. He'll get the call here, running a, st a stretch play over the right side and has a lot of room and has a first down out across the 35 to the 37, and that will be the final play of the third quarter. Great run there by Newell. I think he could have had a little more. Ran into <laughs> yeah, the back did. of Ray Munyagi Jr. there. <laughs> he bounces that out and cuts that out a little more outside. I think he gets a little more wiggle room to work with and pick up a little more chunk yardage. But, you know, you move the chains, you keep the drive alive, and it's not really much to nitpick if you're if you're uh, Coach Smith. Newell having a good night like pretty much every beaver on the field. 48 nothing Oregon State. We're about to start the fourth quarter. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in So, uh, Ryan, if you're, if you're Oregon State, I think, you, you know, you've pretty much seen all that you need. Do you want to go for the – how much, how, how much does the shutout mean to you at this point? I, I, I think the shutout would just be more of, uh, you know, more of something. If it happens, it happens. I don't think Smith, you know – is probably going for that at this point. I think he's more just trying to get, um, get uh, you know, um, m you know, players' experience in there, and I think that's more of his goal. For anything else, the shutout happens. I think it's kind of secondary to what what his plans are for this game. So we're going to take a quick break. Fourth quarter starting next. The Beavers are up forty-eight nothing. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic, Chic has, has a place, place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. know that Community Outreach Incorporated provides health services to thousands of people in the Lynn, Benton, and Lincoln counties? Last year, more than 200 volunteers, including doctors, nurses, pharmacists, dentists, and physical therapists, treated over 2,000 uninsured or underinsured patients. COI also has a clinic for veterans who are unable to travel long distances for care or those who are scheduled more than 30 days out of an appointment at a VA medical center. For more information on how to access COI's health services, please call 541-758-3000, extension 110. Hey Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a US citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747.
Welcome back. We're just about to start the fourth quarter, and Ryan, lead seems pretty comfortable. Uh, <laughs> might be a little too much time. Yeah, no, I don't know. No, no, no. yeah. Just making jokes yeah, no. here. <laughs> <laughs> making jokes here now. Uh, definitely seems pretty securely in the bag here. I've got to say, ever since the Jonathan Smith era, Beavers have not messed around with these types of games. There's a dive handoff for three yards. Um, Newell was the back on the carry again there. Yeah, because there, there were some times where I remember – well, actually, the Beavers opened – 2013 ranked 20 ranked 25th lost to Eastern Washington who did have Cooper Cup and Vernon Adams but uh also lost to Sac State back in 2011 in overtime and but ever since Jonathan Smith has come along even in his first season which was not great uh the closest they ever had against an FCS team was uh, 23 points against Southern Utah so he has really taken care of business in these uh FCS games Whoa, whoa, look at that pass there <laughs> to Riley Sharp. Sharp again showing his tight end skills. Yeah, just Childs threading the needle through tight coverage there, and Sharp just being able to come down with that ball looking looking like And look at the hurry up right here. Yeah, Beavers obviously trying to practice some things offensively. There's a dive handoff to Isaiah Newell. I was saying there on that, on that play from Sharp, kind of looking like Travis Kelsey out there a little bit. I know the 87, yeah, very similar, but like – you know, just that, that, that kind of vibe reminded me a little bit of that on that catch there. Speaking of which, Travis Kelsey, of course, it's going to be really big for the Chiefs to get him back. Should be should be healthy to go for this upcoming week. Uh, but, uh, yes, very big, very vital part of that offense. 48 nothing Oregon State, second and seven from the UC Davis 43-yard line. There's another encroachment. And he made sure of it that time. He uh, made sure the play was dead by going back and – Touching the mask of an offensive lineman. Not quite sure what was going on there. Yeah, trying to get him the false start there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just mistake after mistake there from UC Davis already. Just see, you see the jump early, and then just the tap on the head, like almost like the little, bro <laughs> little yeah. brother was smacking the head, and, and just yeah, number sixty-three there for. Oregon State, Luka Vincic, just not not phased whatsoever. Coach Mahalchek preaches discipline there, Ben. Yeah, and I haven't seen a false start from the Beavers tonight. <laughs> Can't tell who's at halfback right now. Is that Reichel? That is Reichel at halfback. So Reichel into the game right behind Aiden Shiles, and they're going to give it to Reichel. Reichel does find a little bit of a crease and hits it, and he has a first down run of three yards. Reichel getting his first action here, ball game, and of his Oregon State career, younger brother of Zach Reichel. Starter for that Oregon State Elite Eight team in and 2020. Side note, I do miss that success from that Elite Eight team. That was a fun, that was a Very fun, fun year. Fun run. Hopefully That's things sure. are looking up for Oregon State basketball. Going to have a much more experienced team this year. We're heavy on freshman last year. 12.30 left to play in the game. 48 nothing Oregon State. True freshman takes the snap. Giles fires high to the outside, just over the head of his intended target, who was Jamai East. East. Juco transfer. New to the team this year. He's got East got some early work with the ones and twos uh, in fall camp, but uh, getting some, getting some uh, work here late in this game. Beavers on top, 48 to zip. We are in the fourth quarter. Second down and 10 for the Beavers after the incompletion. 
Second and ten from the UC Davis 35-yard line. Childs claps his hands and gives it off to Isaiah Newells back in the game. And one of the better pursuits we've seen from UC Davis tonight. Gain of only two, it'll bring up third down and eight for the Beavers. I think if you're <laughs> UC Davis, you can take. It's almost like you're taking moral victories where you can get them. And this is one of the better stops I've seen from them all all throughout this game. Oh, absolutely, have to agree with you. One hundred percent there. Eleven forty-five left to play. Third down and eight. Childs takes the snap under some pressure. Let's see how the true freshman handles it. He handles it by escaping and running for a first down inside the 25. Inside the 20, now he cuts back inside the hash marks down to the 14-yard line. Aiden Childs, how explosive. Just a great run there by Childs. Just seeing that nothing was open down the field and just taking off. See the little hesitation there early, just able to hit that little hole there in the pocket and move forward there. A little, little – uh, a little scary there at the end with that with that hit, mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, you know he'll he'll learn to you know to take take uh, not take those unnecessary hits. <laughs> slide maybe. <laughs> yeah, slide a little bit more. Um, is that who's in it? Is that still Newell? Is still Newell. Here's a screen pass to the left side to Jamai East, and he's he turns the corner. Has a first down inside the five to the four-yard line. So Jamai East, the JUCO transfer, correct? Yes, JUCO transfer there. Uh, just just shy of that. Just great pursuit out there from UC Davis and just even better run there from East after the catch. I think East was hoping for his first collegiate uh, Division One touchdown right there. Beavers get back to the line. East, by the way, too, could be a factor here in the red zone here for Childs. Very much a – he's a 6'2 receiver, brings some height, needed height into that room. Childs lets the play develop, fires towards Zachary Card towards the sideline of the end zone, and it's incomplete. It'll be second and goal. Yeah, and you see those freshman mistakes come up there from Childs again. I mean, I I would have probably tried to have waited a little more if I were Childs because Card had his back turned. Uh, on that, just with that incompletion, it's not able to turn around in time. That ball, maybe that's the intent of that, but that ball was in the air before Card could adjust and make a play on that. 48 zip, Oregon State, 10.05 left to play. Fourth quarter. Under center is Aiden. They motion a man, and here's the handoff right up the middle to Isaiah Newell, and he's just shy of the end zone. Inside the one-yard line. Certainly wouldn't have been the biggest touchdown of his career. He had one in the third quarter of the rivalry game last year that got the Beavers back with an 11 spark and a comeback. And uh, I think we should see Childs try and sneak it here. That's exactly what they're going to do. And Aiden Childs has a rushing touchdown. Aiden Childs now two, <laughs> two touchdowns on the day. First collegiate touchdown to Riley Sharp and now gets his first rushing touchdown of his career at Oregon State. And Beaver fans, um, you're going to see a lot more of that. <laughs> a lot more of that from Childs whenever he takes the reins as a starting quarterback for Oregon now, I'm State. I'm not great at quick math here, but so the Beavers have scored 42 tonight. And so if you tally that up, 
that would be 96 points with how many they put up against San Jose State. So they outscored opponents 96 to 17 in the first two games of the season. And so obviously things looking very bright. And for Beaver fans, it's not even waiting for a rebuild. This is the team. Yeah, this, this is, is the team. The team has arrived. Smith has delivered. I mean, last year. I last think year, you could argue, it was yeah. the team. And this one team even more so. Oh, yeah, even more so. And I think Smith has definitely delivered above and beyond. And it's shown in the product there. And Beaver's got lightning in a bottle. Yeah, big time. And now they lead 55 to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're kind of reaching a little bit. On, I'm just looking for looking for the thing for the most amount of points scored, but we're almost reaching to the Montana State <laughs> level oh, of points yeah. here from last year. It's almost we're getting to that point a little bit, but uh, we got a little. We got a probably about another touchdown or two. Uh, so again, Beavers have not messed around with FCS opponents. 55 nothing. Beavers lead in the fourth quarter. We'll be right back. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. Hey, Beavers. Do you ever feel like not walking to class? or work, or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Hey Beavers. Oregon Contraceptive Care, C-Care for short, is a program funded through a grant from Centers for Medicaid Services and the Oregon Department of Human Services. This program allows SHS to provide free reproductive health care and contraception to OSU students that meet a certain income criteria. If you're a current fee-paying student at OSU, you may be entitled. Students can sign up for C-Care by calling SHS at 541-737-9140. That's 541-737-9140. Welcome back. Beavers lead 55 to nothing. 941 left to play in the fourth quarter. And Ryan, we've been talking about uh you know how many points being put up. The Beavers just seem to have that I know, I know we haven't played a very tough opponent, but they don't seem to have any a lot of weaknesses right now. No, not a lot of weaknesses just, you know, putting the foot <laughs> still on the gas. <laughs> you know, this is it's all gas no break type of team and it's showing even against even against lesser lesser opponents, FCS opponents. They, they treat every game like you know it's it's a uh, it's a Pac-12 championship. And the Beaver is about to kick off for what feels like the 37th time tonight. Might be might be a little more than that. 
<laughs> might be. Haven't counted, but uh, might be a little more. And it's booted away. Fair catch called for. 9.41 left to play in this football game. And the total yards, I think, say it all, Ryan. You want to go through it? <laughs> yeah, the total yards, I mean, 267 rushing. No, no. Yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. 267 rushing yards compared to 31, 179 passing yards, and just over 400 yards of offense <laughs> compared to just under 90, under 100 yards of, of total offense for UC Davis, I think. And how many of those were on the very first drive? Yeah, 64 of those were, that's for sure. Uh, from Damian Martinez to open up the scoring run for Oregon State. Uh, yeah, big tail of the tape, that's for sure. Now, I know we have just under 10 minutes, but if this result um, holds, it'll be the first time since 2021 where the Beavers have shut out an opponent at home. Uh, last time they did that was against Idaho. It's a 42 nothing win at home in the 2021 season. So I was there for that game <laughs> as a fan. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. Yeah, was actually I, was, I was there for that game. About as a fan. Well, yeah, when I when I had just rec you'd recently joined OMN, I remember that, and I was calling that game. That yes, it looks like the Beavers will have back-to-back -back shutouts. They'll have will be against FCS opposition. Last se last season, who let's see, who the Beavers play FCS last year? Montana State. You're right. How did yeah. I forget that? I was Providence. calling that game. Providence yeah. Park, 68-28. That's what it was. And uh, speaking of the FCS a little bit, did you know that North Dakota State was going for their 11th straight title, but South Dakota State beat them? So Rivalry. They were going for Rivalry. 11 yeah. straight championships. Good to see somebody else win it, you know? Oh, yeah. No, of course. And just that whole, you know, cross-state you know, cross rivalry, too, at the same time. For further add to that after, after – uh, there and actually, funny enough, who's on that kickoff? So they're giving uh, they're giving uh, Sappington some rest a little bit. That was Max Walker, the punter. Really? On kickoff specialist, yeah. <laughs> so Max Walker can also, well, also, uh, well, yes, punters are people too. But they are absolutely. But, <laughs> but can do it at both ends, very for the brand. <laughs> I, I have a funny story about Max Walker. So, Tell me, yeah. So uh, as we get set here, but. Uh, I was posting a practice report to my own to my own Twitter, and uh, I I was meant to say Trent Walker, right? Uh -huh. I mixed that up with Max Walker. Very similar body type, uh, some type of guys, yep. right? And <laughs> and uh, next thing I know, Max is like, "Yes, I've been told my receiving skills have been very underrated." We had a quick laugh about uh, that in just the tiredness of covering Pac-12 stuff and also training camp. Man, I, I gotta got tell you guys, this guy deserves a medal. <laughs> this guy Ryan deserves a medal for being editor of OMN Sports during conference realignment. Did not get a lot of sleep, I imagine. Oh no, definitely did not. And showed on showed on that one. That's that's for sure. But Max and I had a fun <laughs> time, and, and he took it in stride. I was I was gonna say, joke. yeah, that's good that he can laugh <laughs> that one off. Like let you know that you were wrong, but also laugh it off. Yeah, at the same time though too, and he was like, yeah, our specialist group chat was was popping off. <laughs> 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 he posted that thing. <laughs> that's that's so was a, that's was beautiful. A cool, cool moment. Love that. Love the personalities on this Oregon State team. Just makes it even more fun to watch these Beavers. Nine minutes left in the game. Fake handoff, and it's the lefty quarterback in now. His first throw is on target but off the hands of a receiver, and that's going to be pass interference called. Grant Harper, the quarterback in for UC Davis. So Miles Hastings 
day is done. Not the best day of his career, given that he passed for 3,000 yards last season. Yeah, only 51 yards in this game against an Oregon State defense that's been pretty much dominant. unbreakable. <laughs> yeah, dominant pretty much throughout this entire uh, this entire game. 8.59 to play in the football game. Beavers ahead. 55 nothing. And, Ryan, regardless of the lopsided score in favor of the Beavers, I think it was really cool to see Beaver Nation come out to support their team in this home opener of a ranked season and the revamped Fraser Stadium. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, Beaver Nation, I know it was very much excited. Harper with a big completion down the sideline to the 35-yard line of Oregon State. Continue. Very much excited for that, um, you know, for for this west side to be open. I know we both were as well, but, like, Beaver Nation in general, just the, the specialness around this season I think cannot be understated, and, and Beaver Nation knows that. Mm -hmm. They've showed out tonight. I know as we see fans kind of leave for the exits here, I mean, can you blame them? Getting A lot of people beating that traffic <laughs> that I can see, and yeah. no, I absolutely yeah. don't blame them. Yeah, but, like, even then, you know, prior to kickoff, it was like this place was packed. Like, it was. And that's something where you'll see a lot more of that as the season Can't wait to see that against Utah and Washington in all the Pac-12 games the Beavers have at home this season. There's a sweep handoff that goes for two yards to the Oregon State 33-yard line. John Miller in on that tackle. So Miller getting a little more playing time in there. John Miller, fellow yeah. Oregonian from uh, Twelton High School. Just about a 15-minute drive from my home neighborhood. Good to see in-state players. Some other in-state players uh, might have heard of a man named Jaden Grant. Yes. Walk-on star from West Lynn. Kaitana Ladapo, you might know him as well, from Central Catholic in Portland. Lefty, Harvey, fires down the left sideline. That's broken up. Was that Swen in coverage? It was broken up incomplete. And that, that was McCoy. Jermod McCoy, pardon me. Getting on the coverage there. Shabad McCoy making a good play. Another third down here for the Beavers. See if Harper can cash in. Beavers bring some pressure. Harper needs to get it away quickly to the sideline. That's complete for a first down. Good poise by Harper. He just came into the game. Great poise there. I mean... Just a little bit of an underthrow there, but still nonetheless, just enough for that receiver to come back to it and extend out for that for that first Pretty well-executed hitch route. Haven't seen a lot of well-executed offensive plays on a lot of from UC Davis tonight. Have seen plenty from Oregon State. Plenty from Oregon State from both starters, second string, and now we'll see if UC Davis is able to get their first score of the game. Why is the crowd booing? I think they probably did not like that uh, call or – Thought something was short there gotcha. for, for UC Davis. And there's a dump off to a halfback who finds a little bit of running room. And his helmet's coming off, and this could get a little chippy. Hopefully everyone gets separated as he gets down to the 16-yard line. Anytime a player's helmet comes off, the play's got to automatically stop. Yeah, he's going to – well, also, too, he's going to sit out for this next play mm -hmm. here. Unless it was ripped off, then he doesn't yeah. have to. But – um. Yeah, there's over the tight end there, number 82. So if you're if you're Harper, you know, one of the few UC Davis players who can say that they're, they've had a productive night just comes into the game and he's leading this drive. And we have an injured Beaver on the field. That's Makai. Uh, no, that is not Makai Tung. He was squatting to check on the injured. Is it? Is that Kane? That is Jack Kane, yes. 
Hopefully what's, he is okay. What's the background on Kane? Where's he, where's he from, bro? Jack Kane. Jack Kane. I'm pulling that up there mm-hmm. here too. But hopefully, like, like I said, hopefully Jack Kane is okay. Of course, in this point in time, you don't want to see any of your players injured. But um, yeah, Jack Kane, the redshirt freshman. Uh, redshirt freshman. Oh, so, so okay, so he redshirted last year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, very much a um. Um, you know, a type of guy that uh is from An- he's from Anaheim, California. But uh, yeah, Richard freshman see, saw a f- fair amount of action, dealt with some injury. But um, yeah, no, he's definitely pr- no, sorry, excuse me, Richard sophomore. But uh, okay, Kane uh has seen some a lot of well, a fair amount of action against Washington and Montana State, dealt with some injury. But you know, as and as a member of Fountain Valley High School. Total 52 tackles as a junior, including an interception and tackle for loss. So very much a impactful player in the secondary, and hopefully it's nothing too serious. Um, you hate to see that, especially too, at this point in the game where it's blowout, and you, I, I think you know you prob- you just ho- hope that he's okay and you escape relatively inju- injury-free. Um, but luckily he's being helped off off the field and is able to gingerly walk. Uh, hopefully he can be back. Uh, first of all, I just hope he, his he's okay, safety wise, and yeah. hopefully for his sake and the Beavers' sake, he he can make a speedy return to the field. Hopefully by conference play, as Beavers have a deep secondary and so many players are a big part of it. Absolutely, and I think now we might see Alton Julian potentially take that spot, or even Drake Vickers, uh, who. Um, who is listed behind uh, Kane and Katana Ladapo on the depth chart. <laughs> Just to read the statistic right here, the Pac-12 started 18-0 and in their first 18 games until Arizona just lost. Auburn is on – no, pardon me, Cal's on top of Auburn 10-7 to that game late in the first half. USC throttling Stanford and, I believe, Oklahoma State ASU. Okay, no, Arizona State's up 15 to 10 midway through the second quarter. And Stanford is – USC is up 35 nothing on Stanford in the second quarter. Wow. USC, obviously, an extremely high-powered offense, and they're not messing around with us. Team Stanford with a new coach tonight. Nope, not messing around at all. Uh, speaking of that Arizona State uh, game – Second start there for the freshman quarterback, Jalen Rashada. Looking good so far. And um, maybe Drew Pine, their transfer from uh, Notre Dame, eventually takes over. But the reason why Rashada started was because Pine had an injury uh, to start the season. 6.25 left to play in this football game. Harvey leading a good drive for UC Davis. Second down and four. From the Oregon State 16. Looks like Vickers is in for an injured Kane. Handoff left side, bouncing outside the tackles and picking up three yards out to the 14-yard line. Great tackle there by <laughs> Makai Tung on Jordan Fisher. So we're seeing a little more of Makaya Tung in action here at that linebacker spot. So getting a little more room. No uh, Isaiah Chisholm yet. A little surprised we haven't seen Chisholm, but obviously can't get 
A lot of reps for everyone. There's a first down run, cuts up field down inside the 10 to the 9-yard line. UC Davis halfback. That was number 24. Jeremiah Chukwudobi, who had three carries last week in the win over Texas A&M Commerce. West Texas A&M Commerce. So 5.30 left to play. Oregon State still pitching a shutout, but UC Davis looking to put some points on the board right now. The drive engineered by Harvey. Some personnel changes. Andrew Chapfield is now back into the game. Wow. A little surprising to Th see. That is, that is a little bit surprising to see, but let's see if he can apply some pressure. Pressure is applied on Harvey, and he just has to get rid of that when he took a pop. Incomplete yeah, pass. Good, good coverage there on the play by the Beavers defense. I mean, not much you can do with that if you're, <laughs> if you are Harvey. It's just Harper. Excuse me. If you you just gotta throw that ball away into the ground and you know be smart with it. You get an opportunity here to put some points up and end this shutout that's been going on for just over three and a half quarters. And wanna as we get set here for another timeout. So, so wait with on that. Five thirteen left to play in the ball game. Beavers up fifty-five nothing. The sixteenth-ranked Beavers going to be two and zero. We'll be right back. Hey, Beavers! Did you know you could be receiving over two hundred dollars a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. This is Ira Glass with This is American Life. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis, a radio station that does not broadcast our show. Walking back to your dorm or car at the end of the day? Beaver Buddies are here to help. Beaver Buddies is a nighttime safety escort service aiming to help you get around campus safer. It is now operational on the Corvallis campus from the hours of 5 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. during the year. To request a walk, just use the SafeRide app on your smartphone. A pair of Beaver Buddies will meet you where you are and get you to your destination. Stay safe, Beavs. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. So, uh, welcome back. We apologize for missing a UC Davis score. C.J. Hutton off of a nice little screen pass, and they gets the gets the Aggies something positive. Something positive there, and that uh, yeah. ref, um, by the way, that booing, I found out what that was. What was that? Uh, apparently, that if they play, if we, if Oregon State plays the chainsaw noise on third down, mm -hmm. the while the offense has the ball uh, set for UC Davis, it will result in a penalty. Mm -hmm. Fans let out a boo in response for that, which I agree. I agree with the fans on this one. It's like that's exactly what Oregon State does. Like. Why are you trying to prevent the only one thing? Are you just trying to? Like, well, I, you know. I I I do think you have to follow some rules there, Ryan. Though yeah. I, don't, I don't think you're not allowed to simulate cr simulate crowd noise when the ball is set. 
Well, yeah, that's true, but at the same time, it's the chainsaw noise. It's literally what... what love the, cha- <laughs> love the chainsaw noise there. It's literally uh, the brand for, it is the for, brand. for that. So. But I'm glad that you yeah. found out yeah. what the source of that booing was because I certainly couldn't figure... Yeah, no, I was a little unsure about that too, but I was looking in and that's exactly why. But yeah, just another touchdown there. And on that touchdown, uh, we're sitting next to... Where are we exactly seeing this? For the listeners at home. Oh, yeah. no, Because uh, yeah, we're well, next to the visiting radio and then to, to our left. And then, and then the, we right. got the visiting uh, uh, athletic director in there, I believe friends and family. And it was good to see a cheer from them, something positive. Yeah, they're cheering, cheering there for, for that touchdown. It's been been a long night. It has for, it's certainly, for certainly been a long And here's the thing. As a Beaver <laughs> fan my entire life, um, I've been through some seasons. I went through the 1-11 season before Jonathan Smith. And I understand what it's like to be on that end of the stick. And you, you just kind of want to take something positive away from the night. So props to UC Davis for coming here. Coming, knowing coming into the game that they really didn't have a shot at this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, you just take away the positives from this. And then if you're UC Davis, you know, learn from the film and then go apply what you learned. To the FCS. Your, yeah, and FCS and your opponent next week. And hopefully – their opponents will be much more evenly matched from here on out. Again, the Beavers will be playing San Diego State next week, who got throttled by uh, at home against the UCLA Bruins tonight. Not a game that – so, uh, again, again, the Beavers are expected to be 3-0 and possibly climbed up to 14, 13 in the rankings. Yeah, I mean, couldn't ask for a better outcome, right, no. out, of, um, out of this game if you're Oregon State and Jonathan Smith. Beavers about to receive a uh, kickoff for the first time off of a score. They received one at the start of the second half, but the first time UC Davis will be kicking off after a score. Trent, is that Trent Walker? Yeah, to return. I believe that is Walker. It's a little pooch fielded no, near was, the second line. No, that was uh, Reichel there on the catch there for... So Jake Reichel uh, makes the catch and gets out to the 32-yard line. And uh, curious to see who the Beavers roll with at QB here. Looks like it's another round of Aiden Giles. So we might not get to see Ben Goldbranson uh, in either of the first two games then. Yeah, or even um, Don Montiel Mm -hmm. too as well. So I think that just says a lot about how Smith really feels about uh, Childs and trying to develop him and get him as many reps as he can. Here's a screen pass to Zachary Card falling forward to the um, 34-yard line. Pickup of about two on the play. Yeah, just Card got kind of lifted up there by that leg for that tackle. Not really much he could have done uh, in terms of getting that ball in the space and getting some more yards after the catch, but yeah, just good throw. Good throw by Childs to try to let, you know, his wide receiver make make a play there. Four minutes and 30 seconds left in the fourth quarter of play. Oregon State with a comfortable 55-7 to lead over the FCS Big Sky UC Davis Aggies. Second string Aiden Childs, the true freshman and at quarterback. And is um, Haynes on the carry? Gavin Haynes, yeah. And he gets a positive gain of four yards. I think that was Haynes' first carry of the season. Yes, that is correct. So Reichel and Haynes both getting their first carries. And who who uh, would be after uh, 
the Haynes if they keep going, Ryan? Uh, that would be number 29, Deontay Novarit. Novarit. So that's who they, they would go to next. It would be pretty impressive if the Beavers could get six halfbacks touches in a single game. So Aiden Childs working out of the gun. It is third down and three. Here's the give to Gavin Haynes, who's stacked up after a gain of maybe a yard. So that is a stop. And uh, it looks like out of respect, the Beavers are going to punt the ball away here. That, that's a classy move from Jonathan Smith. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really do you much if you try to go for this. <laughs> no, you're, down. you're not throwing the ball downfield. Yeah. You know, you're not trying to rack up 81 points. And, and that's one thing time. with Jonathan Smith is he does not run up the score who doesn't have to. I, I, unlike, you know, some other teams maybe mm -hmm. about, say, 45 miles down the road who put up 80 points on a – And also, too, made a player lose their ear or detach their ear. That's, <laughs> in that uh, that's I still can't believe that that was actually – that actually happened. I, I I, that's, that's absolutely horrifying that a Portland State player got his ear detached that game. We wish him all the best – that is horrifying. Great special teams well. play by the freshman, Zach Card. Card. Receiver made a reception there yeah. on a screen pass and coming right down on the punt team. And also great punt there from Josh Green. I couldn't have placed that any better. Just perfect hang time, allowed Card to get down the field and make that tackle. Josh Green doing a good role as the number one punter so far in this season. Hasn't had a lot to do so far. Has not had a lot to do. And I mean, if you're – I, I understand. That's what you want. Yeah, I was like, good friends with good friends with Josh, but I'm sure like you know Josh definitely is like, hey, if I have an easy night, I don't mind. You yeah, know, right. Thinking like, but like I'm sure he probably you know would like a little. He more. likes getting some reps in. Yeah. Especially because they're gonna be some important ones later in the season where flipping the field position really is gonna be very Absolutely. crucial. Loss of a yard on the run from UC Davis. Speaking of Beaver punters, um. Johnny Hecker, familiar? Yeah, Johnny Hecker. Uh, was a quarterback in high school, came to Oregon State as a walk-on. Multiple-time All-Pro. Fun story. About 19 Beavers, I believe, currently in the NFL, including Musgrave, who is uh, currently starting for the Green Bay Packers. That throw from Harper uh, just off the hands of his receiver. That one probably could have been hauled in. Yeah, and – it hurt a little, little groan from the <laughs> from the visiting radio booth there about that about that catch. Yeah, definitely should have been caught there by Andre Crump Jr., but just not able to haul that in. Ivy, funny enough, at the end of that play, just swatted the ball away <laughs> <laughs> after the incompletion. Yeah, uh, just having a little, having a little bit of fun here in this fifty-five to seven win. And so that's a. Uh Third down pickup of about about eight yards. Going to bring up fourth and two. And UC Davis uh, will bring on the punt team for about the 20th time tonight. Yeah, about, and we'll see what happens here, if there's going to be another change of quarterback or is I think I think Smith likely just gives Childs the rest of just under two minutes here to go. But Zach Card out there, punt return. Kind of backed up to his own 42-yard line. So we'll see the true freshman get some more work here on special teams. Card going to try and return this. Why not make it two ton return touchdowns tonight, huh? Card bounces outside, gets past midfield to the uh, UC Davis 48-yard line. 
Wouldn't that be exciting? Two punt, there are two punt return touchdowns. I would like to know. I, I don't think it's on here, but I would like to when know. When the last time is that's happened. Yeah, when that's happened <laughs> in the game. It is not often. See if we have a change in quarterback. May not look like that. I do not believe so. That yeah. is, in fact, still the 17-year-old Aiden Shiles. And the Beavers, with right. a minute 10 left, are in victory formation. And it certainly is a resounding victory tonight. Very resounding victory. You only give up a touchdown in garbage, garbage time, time at this point. And you basically pitch a shutout for three and a half quarters. I mean, you can't ask for anything better of a win if you're Jonathan Smith. Um, a pretty well-rounded success. I mean, DJ and, Bol and Aiden, similar, almost similar stat line, just a little less passing yards on for Aiden Childs. But, uh, you know, just overall solid offensive performance on the ground. I mean, 271 rushing yards, 181 passing yards, and just nearly almost 500 yards of total offense. One thing I want to point out, not a lot of penalties in this game. No. Four for 20 yards for UC Davis, two for 25 yards for the Oregon State Beavers. And this is another one in the W column yeah, as the Beavers improve to 3-0. and and, uh, Two and <laughs> Pardon me. Pardon me. Thank you, Red. I was, no, gonna, no, no. I was actually going to say that. I was going to say 2-0. and And, Ryan, you got to think that Beavers come with expectations after watching the game or hearing the score from UCLA, San Diego State tonight, that they fully expect to get to 3-0 and and handle San Diego State here next weekend. Oh, yeah. I definitely think they do. And, you know, as the fireworks go off here, <laughs> celebrate this Oregon State win. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it, it's almost uh, – it's almost like they'll they'll probably will dive into the tape a little bit and kind of know like hey we we match up just as well with um, this team as uh, as uh, UCLA did and uh, we'll see what sort of wrinkles they you know are, can pull from that tape into into game week this week uh, so. Oregon State with high expectations again going in every game with the expectation to win as the Beavers improve to two and zero. Uh, possibly looking to move up from number 16 in the rankings. But the Beavers, 55, UC Davis, 7. I am Ben Paul, alongside of Ryan Harlan. Thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week against San Diego State.